and America is becoming the most fanatical religious nut job country in the world. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And the media there, and of course, they'll jump on anything, anything that sells, you know, anything that's hot right now. And, of course, they've always been terrified of knocking religion anyway. So now that they feel that there's this new wave of religious uh, hysteria sweeping the country, that, that's all they got. We got, we got. we got that guy with his uh, the, the positive, what the that thing called? The uh, prayerful, uh, positive, uh, purposeful life. I mean, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I got, seriously, I looked down in the bowl this morning, and I thought I was flushing him down there, which I only wish it would have been him. Everywhere you look, he's there. Oh, speaking of that, Tom DeLay, man, who let Daddy die, by the way. That was a Daddy or Granddaddy. We got that story. I don't know. Yeah, had them pull the tube on him. Mm -hmm. His, uh, yeah, he let his brain-damaged father die 17 years ago. Yeah. Thief. Made Liar. sure they didn't take extraordinary measures to extend his father's life. But that, that was then, and this is now. See? Hypocritical. I, I think that there's a blessing in this, though. I think that the, the, the right wing, the, the only problem is the Democrats are... You know, they're AWOL because they're scared of everything. They're scared of their own shadow. So they're missing. They're just missing in action. But the public is now finally, a lot of people starting to get really scared to death of all this religious insanity. I mean, when you got Randall Terry out running around with a rabid uh, Reverend uh, Pat Murphy there, whatever the hell his name is. Tell us his name. I don't know. I mean, Jesus, God Almighty, just screaming and carrying on. She's fighting. She's fighting. Yeah, she's fighting. Can't you see the fight in her? That's our office pool this morning, Terry or the Pope. <laughs> he can't even speak. Talk about a dead man in a chair. She said more the past few days than he has. Yeah. I want to live. I want my. Yeah. Yeah. When she said, "I want my MTV," I mean, it was a little bit over over the top. God, what when are these people going to cut the crap and just? It's always a Florida thing. Always, whether it's Elion, whether it's uh, you know. The 2000 hey, election with Chad, uh, Chud, Chud, mm -hmm. Chad Gate. Jesus, when the hell does it ever stop? And I guess never. Nope. Because like Tammy Faye said, the media are a bunch of lunatics. They're crazy people. Okay, let's, let's uh, you know. Oh, bad news. Got a celebrity death. Minor celebrity. Although I like the group a lot. The drummer mm -hmm. from the 80s Australian rock band Crowded House hanged himself in a park in mm -hmm. southern Australia. Paul Hester, 46, went missing on Friday. His body was found Saturday in a park. Saturday. Oh, that's the wrong group. Remember that? Saturday in the park? Mm -hmm. That's where they found his body. Near his home in the southern city of Melbourne. Hester played in several small bands before joining the New England group Split Ends in 1983. He and Split Ends singer Neil Finn formed Crowded House in 85 with ba bass player Nick Seymour. Crowded House was one of Australia's most successful bands in the late 80s and early 90s with international hits such as Don't Dream It's Over and Weather With You. He's dead. Well, how do you like that? I guess Crowded House pretty much is dead too, huh? Yeah, for one. Well, oh well. There you go. At least they won't have to worry about pulling out that tube, right? <laughs> oh, that, that, nice work on that. That went over really big. Yeah. <laughs> Between you, fairy, and you. that was just had them all rocking and rolling on Thursday. George's poll on Friday, which I think is an extraordinarily bad taste, so I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> what would be a good job for Terry Schiavo? Maybe she could be the interpreter for the Pope, huh? Well, I mean, I know he speaks a lot of different languages, but lately he ain't not, he ain't saying that either. He couldn't he couldn't even muster one of those. And there's all them getchkeys out there in St. Peter's Square, and he comes to the window. Ah! They, I, I say he comes to the window. They 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 shoved him to the window, and he's like you know making the uh, Pierre brooch earring earring with the you know the whole deal. And they're all oh there he is it's the Holy Father is that old Polak in a dress you know. What is wrong with this world, man? What, where, that, that's why I'm taking that pull today. That, that, because I'm just foaming at the mouth. Ordinarily, I can't stand it anyway. 
But I've reached a saturation point. The religious people are just, uh, you're, you're killing us, man. You're killing us. Believe anything you want. Any fairy tales, any crap, any garbage. Leave us alone. That's, that's all. It's a very simple thing to ask. That's supposed to be what America was founded on, is, you know, separation of re uh, church and state, religious tolerance, pluralism, all, all these sure. things. Yeah. Are you trying to rewrite history? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Oh, there he is. Uh, There's your fat-ass governor. Uh -huh. Obviously, a lot of attention just given its unique nature. Yeah, its unique nature. You fat-ass, phony liar with your dysfunctional, phony, fat-ass family. Man, who are you kidding? God, I despise him. Mm -hmm. Anyway, George asked what would be a good job for Terry Schiavo. HOV passenger, 455. Very poor taste. Pool collector in the Sun Pass Lane, 228. That one came in late. I'm glad it did well. WQM receptionist, 158. That would be a big improvement for uh, most of the time. Speed Bump 98, Tooth Model 63, Doorstop 58, Venus Flytrap 41, Bedwarmer 29, and Mannequin 24. Very, very poor taste. We want to apologize. Not for that. No, we don't. We got, well, I will tell you what we do want to apologize for, and that's that horrible picture today, uh, Kylie Minogue. Yeah, well. So today will be the last, unless we come across some great new ones, right, the last well, celebrity beaded curtain. And we're just, you know, why do we have to have celebrities? If they're hot, they look great. Who the hell needs to know their name, right? That's right. what I always say. Who needs to know the name? I'll start sending a new batch uh, today and tomorrow. Well, good for you. So we got Kylie Minogue today with a, a tennis racket over her boobies and so, just one uh, kind of one little nip showing there. That's about it. Yeah. So we apologize, but we're... But she's uh, famous. Yeah, she's well known. Where did you learn your trade, you idiot? Whoever told you that you could work with men? What you're hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us. To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living. You company man. You fairy. VH1 Celebrity Fit Club is helping overweight actors drop unwanted pounds. Now it's time for the skinny stars to put on a few. It's VH1's Celebrity Thin Club. Lara Flynn Boyle, last week you weighed 91 pounds and your goal was to gain 4 pounds. Step on the scale. 91 pounds again. I thought you were going to double the size of your breakfast. I did. I had two Marlboro World and four Tic Tacs. VH1 Celebrity Thin Club puts these slender starlets on the road to weight gain with their own personal trainers. Okay, ladies. Now that you've eaten an entire pint of haagen what do you think we're going to do next? Mary Kate Olsen. Barb? No. Calista Flockhart. Um, Hurl? Wrong. Brittany Murphy. Up Chuck? Wrong again. Everyone on the couch and start eating pizzas now. Let's go, Oh, oh, oh. So unfair. Celebrity Thin Club, only on VH1, where big stars get smaller and small stars get bigger. I think I called Pat Mahoney a Pat Murphy, didn't I? Same difference, Murphy, Mahoney, O'Brien. The uh, Reverend, the hysterically unctuous Reverend Pat Mahoney. <laughs> that one. Anyway, it's 20 past 10 at 560 WQA, and we almost had a major uh, contretemps. It would have been very exciting. We almost had a showdown at the Pinellas Park uh, Corral. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hours after a judge ordered that Terry Schiavo was not to be removed from her hospice, a team of Florida law enforcement agents was en route to seize her and have her feeding tube reinserted. But they stopped short when local police told them they would enforce the judge's order, the Herald has learned. Agents of the FDLE told police in Pinellas Park that they were on their way to take her to a hospital to resume her feeding, to reinsert the tube. But... For a brief period, local police, who have officers around the hospice to keep protesters out, prepared for what sources called a showdown. 
In the end, the state agents and the Department of Children and Families backed down, apparently concerned about confronting local police outside the hospice. If they could have done as good a job with her as they did with Rilia Wilson, I mean, they could have solved the whole problem. We told them that unless they had the judge with them when they came, they were not going to get in, said a source with local police. They said, we hear you knocking, but you can't come in. The, F- uh, the FDLE called to say they were en route to the scene said an official with the city police who requested anonymity. When the sheriff's department and our department told them they could not enforce their order, they backed off. The incident, known only to a few, underscores the intense emotion and murky legal terrain that the Shiloh case has created. It also shows that agencies answering directly to Florida fat-ass Governor Jeb Bush had planned to use a wrinkle in state law that would have allowed them to legally get around the judge's order. The exception in the law allows public agencies to freeze a judge's order whenever an agency appeals it. Participants in the high-stakes test of wills who spoke with the Herald on a condition of anonymity said they believed the standoff could ultimately have led to a constitutional crisis and a confrontation between dueling lawmen. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. That would have been great. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. CNN could have got a 90 share. Easy. There were two sets of law enforcement officers facing off, waiting, just like a hockey game, waiting for the other to blink, said one official with knowledge of Thursday morning's activities. In jest, one official said local police discussed whether we had enough officers to hold off the National Guard. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? Funny, yeah. It's not that it ever happened before. Said Bush spokesman Jacob D. Pietri, there was no showdown. We were ready to go. We didn't want to break the law. There was a process in place, and we were following the process. The judge had an order, and we were following the order. Partridge and Pietri. That would have been something. The best would have been if they'd have dragged the fat-ass governor off in handcuffs and to put his fat-ass in jail. That would have been the best. We had a party to celebrate that. And then he could have told them where to stick the... Cube! House Speaker Tom DeLay... I haven't done the poll for today, have I, even though it's up there getting a lot of votes. And I apologize for not putting that on there earlier. But it's just, this poll is because I feel that the media and the religious nuts, the lunatic right-wing extreme fringe... Uh, are drowning the entire country in a sea of religious insanity. That, that, there, there's no other way to put it. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere you look now, uh, MSNBC, CNN, every mm-hmm. five minutes there's another another special show about religion in America and a great they, uh, resurfacing of religious uh, fervor, uh, you know. And even though we have all of these national polls that show overwhelming, overwhelming that the public, including evangelicals, by the way, disagree with the government intervention in the Shiloh case, um, Yesterday, where does CNN go? They go into some Episcopal church. No, no, I take it back. It was St. Thomas Catholic Church in a dark neighborhood. They were all doing the revival routine. There. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, overwhelmingly, they, were, uh, they wanted to stick that Cute. right back in there. Oh, yeah. That, that's a good place to take a survey. That would be like taking a survey. And what do you think about the Pope and doing it in a Catholic church? That's your media for you. Oh, here's another. See, these, oh, I don't even want to go into this. Yeah, this stuff that I get, huh? Anyway, getting back to our poll today. What is the most divisive thing in the world? Now, I thought I came up with uh, several pretty good categories. Maybe I left something out. Oh, I got one for the poll. I don't think so. The most divisive thing in the world. In fact, we got a lot of votes on there already. And guess what's number one by a mile? By a million miles. Gee. Religion. 101. You thought it was going to be more. <laughs> you, know, you know, I don't want to pick on the humper, but I... I, listen, I, I, don't, I know I'd be dead if I ate in as many restaurants as, uh, you know, you just can't go uh-huh. out. To, I mean, Morton's, you don't eat a small meal at Morton's, nope. okay? I haven't eaten Morton's there, but I ate the one in Chicago. You know, it, it's like going to Ruth Chris for a snack. It, it, you just don't do it. What would be the point? You, you, there, you, there's no way to do it. You don't do that. And then I hear that Mo is in there and Bo Camper. Well, what's going on at that radio station? I mean, what is that? Please. Please what? Cracker, please? What, what's, what's going on in this radio? Cracker, please? 
<laughs> I mean, what what is the deal there? Uh, and just because I'm talking with Josh Cordes about learning to eat, you know, free, he's a schlepper. He's making 15 cents an hour, plus all the baseballs he can steal at the Marlin games. Don't even go to the, get to go to the exhibition game. By the way, we got some good news, boys and girls. <laughs> Marlins and the Orioles in Fort Lauderdale. Game time 105 this afternoon. We'll have it at 12:50 for you with Roxy uh, Roxy Schwartz and uh, Dave Van Boring. What kind of a name is that? Roxy Bernstein. Sound a little bit Oy. bizarre to you? Roxy Bernstein, by the way, quoted in the uh, one of the columns over the weekend, being a big fan of Joe Rose when Joe was playing college football. Was it the USC, Josh? Yeah. Hundred years ago, and he would, he just can't wait to meet Joe Rose. I guess nobody told Roxy that Joe Rose doesn't work at this radio station anymore. That your games are on, Roxy. Even though we like Joe a lot, and he's a good friend of ours. But nevertheless, he's on the other side, Roxy. You better get your uh, ass straightened out, or we're going to pull the Phew. before you even get started official. So we got a Marlin game, which means no more. Great news. What a sour old coot he is, you know. And then we got Geldy four to seven. I think the Easter Monday thing must be in. Nobody told us about it because I took off Easter Friday. But nobody told us it was a holiday because most of the sales department is taking off on a fake sick out day today. That's probably because they're, like, protesting the uh, stiffy, the sales manager. And uh, we got no Mad Dog today. We got no Mo. That's because of the volume. And look at that. Look. Oh, oh, my eyes must be deceiving me. Do you see what's on that schedule between 7 and 10? For today? Yes. Beast and Troy Stratford. Troy! And the Beast. Although Troy's good on here. Not a very good sales guy. Doesn't like to um, well, maybe service his accounts. Branching but, out. Yeah, he's branching out. That's a good idea, Troy. When in doubt, branch it out. You and the Branch Davidians. Beast and Troy Stratford at 7 and Eddie K. 10. I'm telling you, it's a holiday. That, that looks like a holiday schedule to me. It feels like a holiday. Yeah. Does it really? It well, does. I'll see you. Bye. Bye. I'm Sally Struthers, and every day millions of children in this country don't have access to the food they so desperately want to eat. Many will go to bed hungry tonight. Hungry for that fourth toaster strudel. Won't you please help feed the fat children? Yes, for only $1.89 a day, roughly the price of a box of Ho-Ho's, you can sponsor an obese child through the Feed the Fat Children Foundation. In return, you'll get a wide-angle photo of that special child, plus handwritten notes written on Krispy Kreme napkins. Won't you help feed a fat child a child like Timmy here? Say hi, Timmy. Hi. I'm Timmy. Help me. I'm starving. You'll swell with pride if you watch your child swell with pounds. So please, supersize your heart and call now and help feed the fat children. This is Sally Struthers saying thank you. Timmy, can I have a bite of your ring ding? No, it's mine. Give it to me, you little cub of lard. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-seven eleven. Sally will be very excited when she hears this. You know, it is a holiday today, and of course it's... See, I'm confused because spring break here, they had two spring breaks this year. One for the uh, Catholic schools, that was two weeks ago, and then last week was for the uh, per, uh, the uh, public schools. So they had two weeks of a uh, spring break. Okay. Follow that? All right. Now, spring break there is uh, <laughs> starting, started this weekend, right? Yes. Well, there's a lot of different well, ones. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. See, it's, it all depends on what uh, part of the county you live in and what like your zip code is. Broward. Like high school and college is different too. So. It's yeah. So it's always like a. It's like like uh, Aerosmith would say, permanent vacation. Everybody's on it, including at QAM. Now, did I hear Hank say that there's a trend coming out this week? That's what he said. 
Now, do we have any idea what day that's going to be or what time or what? Because uh, I think I might be out sick that day. Uh, oh, it's come on. Be, it's going to be really ugly. We're lose, going to be losing a really solid November. It was really rock solid. And then we got to December and January, which are both disaster months for the entire radio station. And February, unless February is just huge, I mean, gigantic, we got to stand to be looking really bad. You know what I'm saying? Not, not so much that the other guys are gaining. You know what I mean by the other guys? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's that we're just losing, we're eroding, because we keep changing and changing. And that that Stern business, boy, that was really uh, <laughs> quite a quite a good experiment, you know, all all the way around. Every, every everything connected with that just was really a fantastic positive for QAM, for the company, for the license, for everything you could imagine. It was just a really positive experience. Anyway, getting back to Sally, Burger King. They don't want to let Hardee's be the only ones who are appealing to the cows out there, including me. Burger King is reportedly set to unveil a large new breakfast sandwich that bets not everyone is looking to watch their diet. USA Today reports the number two fast food chain will debut its enormous omelet sandwich today. The sandwich will have one sausage patty, two eggs, two American cheese slices, and three strips of bacon. Now, that ain't no thing. That works out to 730 calories, 47 grams of fat, according to the report. While the sandwich goes against the trend at the sub, that some competitors to offer a healthier fare, some analysts said the new sandwich is likely to be a sales success. That's more than the company's Whopper Burger, which the Burger King website said has 700 calories and 42 grams of fat. Well, that's not much. That's like marginal, right? Yeah, we could have Just that. Just a, a little bit more. In fact, if you had two cheese whoppers with all kinds of good stuff on it, like ketchup, which is loaded with sugar, uh, I, you can just goose those numbers way the hell up there. The critics will still label it food porn, says Sherry Dale Scott, editor at QSR, a fast food industry trade magazine. But the average male fast food customer doesn't have a problem with this, food porn. Well, the average male don't have a problem with any kind of porn. Porn, porn, food porn. Corn right? porn. Chew porn. The new offering could also make Burger King more of a player in the breakfast market, where USA Today says it seriously lags beyond McDonald's. Now, I don't know why, because the only good thing they got is their breakfasts, those croissant and those croissant sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, sure, nobody in their right mind wants to eat that rubber meat that they give at Burger King. The good news about this thing is it's got like a sausage patty, which I can only imagine. What, it, might, it might be good, actually. Burger King has been privately held since it was sold. Yada, 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 so. Who cares? But there you go for Sally, okay? Go to Burger King and pick out, honey. Yeah, we were really food intensive last week. Oh, now look at this. No Troy tonight. We got a change in the schedule now. Just just came in, just hot off the press. It's Curtis and Wendy Martez. You see, if we put Troy on there, who actually can be understood, that'd probably be a pretty smart move. So instead of the Beast and um, and Troy, we got Curtis and Lynn. Well, what what's going on here today, huh? I mean, that's that's not even. Oh, I see. Now Wednesday, we got Beast and Troy at night. I guess I that's see. a way of trying try to keep Geldy off here as much as possible, although Squeaky will be on 4 to 7 this afternoon. That's the bad news. See, nothing's perfect. We got no mo today, but we got Geldy after the Marlin game. I, I might not even take a call today, you know, because I don't want to put any pressure on the audience. What are they going to call about? There's no poll to build today. This this is a right. closed poll. Huh. I mean, can you think of anything I left out? No. You got religion on there. That's all I needed. Ah. Here's a fax from Phil in Gainesville. He says, while well, agreeing with that, see, this yeah. You know, I, this just wears me out. While I agree that religion is an extremely destructive force in the world, my vote for the most destructive influence in the world at this time is George Bush. Well, uh, you know, we could put George Bush on every negatory poll and he'd win by a landslide, but that's not the point. But George Bush isn't a, he's not a constant. Right. Although he may just, they may keep, they just might keep him in there. And I call out the National Guard and say, guess what? Right. No elections, no more. <laughs> hey, you're laughing. I know. What else are you going to do? Cry? Uh, what's this? 
Some crap. Just the headline's funny enough. Man eats underwear to beat breathalyzer. Well, that was a good idea. This is from Barry in Orlando. I can read this. What's wrong with you? I can barely read it on my end. An 18-year-old something man. What does that say? Stetler? Stetler. That's, uh, is that, where is that? I don't know. 18-year-old Stetler man tried to eat his underwear in hopes that, you're right, I can't read this, in hopes the cotton fabric would absorb alcohol before he took a breathalyzer test. Okay, that's, that's as much as I'm going to try to read. Very, very bad copy. The original copy was bad. Now i got a copy right. of a bad copy. The important copy. part was it didn't work, so. Okay. Line six is probably some nut job. QAM, hello. Yeah, see, I told you. Gee. Now, how Unless did I guess? Like well, because he's been on there since <laughs> I sat down, since Hank I and I started uh, converbalizing that's there. That's all he's got. 956, that's all they had. Well, i got nothing to talk about. Like Hank was, uh, I heard Hank going on for 25 minutes this morning before you showed up about not having any calls. All the stuff that went on, even I, who really don't really care about the basketball at all, even during all this uh, hysteria, uh, even I got all whipped up into that Michigan State-Kentucky game. Oh, now you're coming around? Well, it's my alma mater, baby. And I saw, well, I just, I just found it by accident. I was channel surfing a little bit, and there was the last four minutes of the game. Spartans were up by eight, I believe, and then they blew the lead. And then, of course, that kid hit that three-pointer there as the clock ran out to tie it. Double overtime, Spartans win. Oh, oh, oh. So even I watched that. So there's all kinds of stuff, plus, of course, the Terry Schiavo thing, and these people have got nothing to say about it. It's just par for the course. And like you said, it's a, it's a one-horse town. I've been telling you that for years, a Bush League town. It's the uh, Dolphins. Uh, you, think, you think that Gus Farad's going to make a difference, uh, Hank? You think, uh, you think that uh, Mo had, a, had like a double-sized steak at Morton's? Yeah, you think he paid the check? I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I don't understand it. It kind of grosses me out. The thought that all of our people are always eating at these expensive, uh, just pay. And, of course, Bo Camper, I mean, he's a tall guy, but he could, he could afford to lose an ounce or two also, you know. That's huh? why they put that cow out in front of the University Dodge there. I think they're, they're trying to send a message, you know. Yeah, like to Joey Zaza, they're going to send the uh, uh, Kimba a message. Lose an ounce or two, sweetheart. You're a good guy, but man, oh, man, just a, a, a giant in the football field. You better beef up and be ready to play with the big boys. <laughs> well, that's what he's doing at Morton's, I guess. Ever seen the Buttmaster machine in his life? In the 60s, it was the twist. In the 70s, it was disco. In the 80s, it was MTV and cocaine. In the 90s, it was success. And now the latest craze sweeping the nation is mouth breathing. I like food now. Did you see that new commercial on TV? I like local TV news directors that are 24 year old based pictures of their boyfriend on their desk. They know what hard-hitting grizzled music. Yeah, baloney. She's vibrant, man. She's ready to get up and, uh, and dance like crazy. Do the twist. Right. That was wrong with you people. She's fighting for her life. Don't you understand that? Stick that Phew. back in there right now or else. 270 votes on the poll. I never did read the um, poll, did I? I got all whipped up on that religion thing because it just frosted my fat ass. 
And see, we didn't say who's the most divisive person in the world today. Right. The guy right. in uh, wherever it was. We said, what's the most divisive thing in the world? 270 votes. Religion, 201. Money, 27. Politics, 17. Race, 13. Language, 6. Incredible. Education, level 3. Ethnicity, 2. Sexual orientation. Gay. Solamente uno. So that's what we got so far. I don't think I left anything out. WQAM, hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. How are you? Okay. Um, if I may put my two cents in about these religious fanatics. Please. They're either just stupid or incredibly insincere. I, I, I don't know what they're thinking. You see this guy who's trying to cross the police line with a bottle of water? Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, let him in. Now what? Yeah, they had a Dixie cup of water. Is he going to give her a cup of water? Is he going to open her mouth and drown her? Because if he's trying to do that, he's just stupid because that's why she needs the feeding tube. Because she cannot swallow. I, I mean, just bring her a Big Mac and fries. It's the same thing. I, I, I'm, or maybe I'm, that new breakfast sandwich from Burger King sounds pretty interesting. That new sausage patty. Either way, either way, it doesn't make them look particularly um, smart. Well, of course, then they're a bunch of morons. They're crazy people. It's the Flat Earth Society. These are raving lunatics. Totally, totally out of it. And I love you very much, Neil. Don't give up by the good fight. I'm uh, fighting it. Have oh. a great day, sweetheart. Happy uh, Happy Easter Monday. Easter something. Happy Poor Monday. See you. Happy bye-bye. Bye-bye. Happy bye-bye. House Speaker Tom DeLay, who's a real piece of excrement, has helped lead a congressional effort to keep the brain-damaged Terry uh, Schiavo alive, joined family members nearly 17 years ago in allowing doctors not to take extra not to take extraordinary measures to extend his father's life, the L.A. Times reported yesterday. Just like all these other right-wingers, phony, hypocrites, full of crap, finger-pointing, closet, uh, whatever they are, you know, fill in the blank, closet something. DeLay had just been re-elected to a third term in Congress in 1988 when his father, Charles DeLay, was badly injured in the crash of a backyard tram he and his brother had built. Oh, that's nice. As DeLay's vital organs began to fail, the family chose not to connect him to a dialysis machine or even to a chew or take other measures to prolong his life, according to the uh, Times, which cited court documents, medical records, and interviews with family members. There was no point to even really talk about it. Maxine DeLay, the congressman's 81-year-old widowed mother, told the Times, Tom knew, we all knew his father wouldn't have wanted to live that way. Oh, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Hmm. I thought that didn't make any difference. I thought that it was in our, uh, we, we have right. to, we, to always choose life. Isn't that the line? Just like that stupid-ass right. Florida license plate, choose life. And some of those lines he threw out there about the husband that uh, we put on the website. What kind oh, of guy yeah. is this? And, uh, right. Well, that's always the last resort is mm -hmm. to start making up stories. Delay helped push through Congress a federal law allowing the parents of Terry Schiavo to go to federal court in an effort so far unsuccessful to have their brain-damaged daughters feeding. <laughs> what the hell was that? Feeding. <laughs> you. Oh, sorry, wrong one. Like uh, we, uh, we, uh, well, see, things are coming apart. The Texas Republican has also criticized Shabo's husband in the courts for allowing what he called an act of barbarism against Shabo, who doctors say is in a PBS, Florida, a persistent vegetative state. Delay declined to be interviewed about his father's case, but a press aide said it was entirely different than Terry Shabo's. Right. Entirely different. That was then. This is now. Couldn't make political hay off of that back then, but now, different story. Here's a fax that says, you bastard, I must have gained 30 pounds. About 30, man. I gained five with all the food pulls last week, and I think Ben and Jerry's stock went up tenfold thanks to Thursday's pull. I'll have to pull my chew for a couple of weeks to get back into fighting shape. Well, don't pull your chew too hard, please. It might just snap right off. Well, look at that. There's some calls coming in. I don't know whether I want to take them or not, you know. What do you I think? 
WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I'm mad as Okay. WQAM, hello. Thank God. Thank God that Hank broke the story about Gus Farad this morning as the starting quarterback. Yeah, uh-huh. WQAM, hello. Hey, have you noticed how big Jeb Bush's melon is? It's bigger than <laughs> Joe Rose's. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's bigger than Joe Rose's. He has a 10 and uh, 5 inch hat size. It must be at least. Ever see him wearing a hat? They don't make one that big, Pally. Well, wait a minute, baby. 5670560. His hat is almost as big as his ass. Yeah, he's just, uh, he's the most despicable creature on the face of the earth is Jeb Bush. Him and that whole dysfunctional family. I mean, well, what do they have to do? They have to go out like and kill somebody in broad daylight before the Republican Florida finally gets onto them? I don't understand it. What is it? What's to like? Like I said last week, that, you know, I would say what's not to like. In his case, what's to like? What could you possibly like about him? Is it the way that he, uh, you know, follows the wishes of the electorate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever you people say, it's always he'll do the opposite. He'll find someone that's subverted, just like this thing that they're trying to do with the slot machines now, and, and make them class uh, two instead of class three, and put the same crap that they got of the Indians in there. Not going to succeed, I don't think, but nevertheless, it's just another example. Well, that's because he opposes gambling. We don't care what he opposes. It's like his religion. I don't give a crap what kind of cockamamie garbage he believes, and he never believed it anyway. He had rubbed off on him. He was no Catholic. He was a good Christian, just like all the other uh, yeah, right. uh, Protestants. Yeah, well, whatever, a bad Christian. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, it rubbed off on him with Columba. Then he got the Catholic religion. Religion is sick. It is evil. It is twisted. It's written by idiotic, simplistic morons from 5,000 years ago who didn't know anything. And every time there's any kind of a discussion today, instead of using intelligence, instead of using rational reason and logic, it's always, oh, the good book says, who wrote the good book, okay? Bad people. A bunch of, no, not just bad people, ignorant people, stupid people, men, white men wrote the good book. And I'll say it again, if dogs wrote the Bible, only dogs would go to heaven and man can go to hell. That's always the answer. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, right. dogs don't have a soul. That's because men, that's because humans wrote the Bible. Maybe dogs have their own Bible. There you go. Yeah, I think that, because a lot of dogs that I've known, it sure is how a lot of, better than many of the people that I've encountered. Mm -hmm including these lunatics out there in Pinellas Park this weekend. Crazy people. And just rabid, just foaming at the mouth. And did you see the woman who brought her Down Syndrome daughter who was standing behind the podium there? Did you see that yesterday? No. Making all of the... I mean, you know, I don't want to make fun or anything, but she's, I mean, she's uh, got problems, you know. She's like, Dad, spazzing out all over the place. In fact, I, I think that generally describes that, and it wasn't much of a crowd. It was about like 30 to 50 people. Right. Spastic. Bunch of spazzes. And the media, of course, is right there. Oh, there's this giant protein. Bob Franken, man. So help me. He's, he's just lost it. You know, he, it's like that uh, thing in, in Iraq where they had them embedded. I, I think he's been embedded with those uh, wackos there in Pinellas Park too long, saying all of the wrong things, all of the stupid things. And uh, I thought Carolyn was going to, like, punch him in the head if they would have been uh, side by each. She's another one. She, does, she doesn't do the news. She just editorializes as she goes along, Carolyn. You know that uh, chink on the CNN? No, I don't know. Yeah, you do. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. It's your uh, nursery student, uh, admirer. Listen, uh, did you read the paper on a, uh, they were having this, IMAX theater was having this uh, movie. I had the story last week, Pally. Uh, yeah, too late. Old news. That's the religionist again, man. They're not going to let the IMAX show any of these things. They refer to evolution because it's uh, the work of the devil. And so uh, IMAX has got to like, because uh, it costs a fortune to make those movies. Hmm. And so now they've been duly intimidated. See, that, that's what it really boils down to, is that most people are very easily intimidated by the religionists. So therefore, might as well join in, you know. 
And thank God that America, you know, that the Americans practice civilized religions as opposed to those gutter religions, those barbaric sure. religions, you know, like over there in the Middle East, stuff like that. Oops, that includes the Jews, I guess. Happy Purim, by the way. Was Purim already? Did we have that? Thursday sunset. Last Thursday? Yes, sir. Oh, jeez. Well, it's a good thing I didn't know about it. Thus the bag. Because if I'd have known about it, I probably would have gotten some home intox in Montreal over the weekend. They got good food there. but Although I had a... Let me unrecommend a restaurant, okay, even though you don't have it there, <clears throat> called Baton Rouge. It's a chain. Okay. Baton Rouge. It's Sounds a very French. Like, huh? Sounds French. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a bunch of them in Montreal, and there's one here in Toronto, at least one. And the first time I had a good experience there, and that's because I didn't get a steak. They have all, they have great potato soup, you know, with like chives in it mm-hmm. like and that. cheddar cheese. Mmm, really good. And they've got a, a, a nacho dip that will knock your socks off. It's one of their all-time best. But I had a ribeye steak that was so tough it made the burgers seem at Burger King seem tender and juicy by comparison. You know, it, when you keep chewing on a piece of meat and they take it and you like keep putting the, the gristle down on the plate, it's not a good sign. You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. It was uh, not good. Yes. So if you ever go to uh, any of those places where they have Baton Rouge, I would say, uh-uh. Oh, speaking of not a good sign, it's definitely not a good sign with the water Nazi keeps putting the same uh, spots on back by back, side by each. But you know something? I'm not going to F with her log. I'll tell you that right now. 1056 at 560 WQM. I'm sure you're familiar with our good, close, personal friend, Anthony Caliendo, the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage. So before you call any other mortgage company, let the main man tell you what you don't know. Did you know that most banks only work with three different mortgage products? And if your credit is less than absolutely, positively, absolutely perfect, you're ready to hear the most famous, the most obnoxious two-letter word in the English language. No. If you're not working with the right lender, the chances for getting approved are fitty-fitty at best. So do yourself a big favor. Call right now, one triple eight four eight three loan That's one eight eight eight. That's what I did the last two weeks, eight 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 four eight three loan and let the main man and the team put you in a mortgage that meets your needs. Avoid going to the wrong lender or maybe being turned down altogether because you called the wrong number. Call Anthony Caliendo, the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage at one triple eight four eight three loan That's one eight 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 four eight three loan Every time they close a loan, a portion of it is donated to kids in distress. So why would you want to call anybody else? Avoid the bait and switch. Get you the deal that you want by calling Anthony Caliendo, the main man today at one eight eight eight. 483 Loans. You're listening to Neil Rogers on Exclusive Day on 5660 QAM. Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Hello, Neil. Um, I would like to ask you a question. Um, my son was watching your program on the um, on Whammy on Miami. The date was the um, 15th. And um, I would like to know if you're some kind of um, antichrist or something. Because now my son wants to worship the devil because he thinks he's cool. And he also wants to dress as ladies and, and put lipstick on now. I don't know if the whole channel 69 is the antichrist channel. Um, please, I'm really concerned. And I would like to know if you're the antichrist. Thank you. And please, if I see you somewhere... I wouldn't even stop and give you water because you, now you turn my son into a faggot and you made my son serve the Antichrist. Thank you. And have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> and back at you. No hard feelings. Have Antichrist. a lovely day. Be careful where you stick that. Chew. Right. She wouldn't Especially even give you the water. Chew. I beg your pardon? Yeah. Even give you Save the water, water for Terry, okay? She needs it more than I do. She's got those cracked chap lips. Get her, get her one of those uh, uh, chapsticks. Isn't that a good idea? There you go. I got some right here. 
Or maybe some crapstick would be good. I mean, well, well, just cut the crap already, will you? People stop with his madness, with his lunacy. Always choose life. There's no life there. And you notice that the right wingers, these these Randall Terryites, these terrorists, they don't. They care only about before you're born, the fetus, and then after you're brain dead. Anything in between, ah, screw you. You know, I've always said that. And now they've taken it to a new level with their obsession about that cube. But there, don't worry, because Pat Mahoney's on his way to Washington, and he's going to go there outside Dennis Hastert's office and, uh, you know, interrupt Denny's uh, lunches and stuff like that. Oh, there's, uh, what's his name, Tom Mesereau with that... Uh, Fight as, as hard as they can. wig. Keep them out. One interesting note is that the uncle of the 19... 19- Looks like an Afghan hound died on his head. You ever notice that, Tom Mesereau? I hadn't thought of it. No, By the way, Michael Jackson, according to the Inquirer this week, is injecting Demerol. That's why he's spaced out all the time. He's a bad drug addict, which we talked about that how many times on this show? About 30, man. Thanks to the Inquirer, he's been a drug addict for a right. long time, and now he's shooting up Demerol. Well, he could afford the good stuff. I'm sure. Well, he, and back in the day, he could afford it. Not no more. Not, uh, they've fallen on hard times. Right. That's a lie. That's a lie. Right. That's a lie. And, of course, Jesse Jackson, leave it to Jesse, either Johnny Cochran or Jesse Jackson, they do it better than anybody else, turn it into a racial thing, you know. All these black luminaries, they always get this kind of crap, you know. Of course, Jesse Jackson, he's a very good moral man anyway. Uh, what's the most divisive thing in the world today, he asked. 357 votes, religion 270. I mean, there's no contest. And you people out there that continue subsidizing the... See, let me just read the rest of the poll. Money, 35. Politics, 22. Race, 15. Language, 7. Education, level, 4. Sexual orientation, 2. Blaming. And ethnicity, 2. See, so religion's got like 76%. Every place you look in the world today, every place from the Middle East to Northern Ireland to the USA, everywhere, most of the battles are between... My God is better than your God. Well, the, my mm-hmm. fairy tales are better than yours. My religious garments are more holier than yours. My uh, God is going to beat the hell out of your God. And all this other crap. Just, just like that uh, simpleton bitch that called there. But have a nice day. Couldn't, she couldn't put two words together. She couldn't put a sentence together if you put a gun to her, if you stuck a gun in her. Yeah. Genius. And by the way, what are we going to do about this Jamaican problem? We have one. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Let me give you an easy two-word answer. Yaman. Yeah, yeah, we got one, all right. What are we going to do about it? No, I don't know. Anyway, getting back to that poll. These people will continue subsidizing, like, like the thing with the Pope. Now, they showed this deal yesterday when they were having the Easter Sunday service. And, you know, I'm always amazed by all the trappings of the Catholic Church. One thing about them, they sure got all the others beat hands down. Oh, There's no yeah. contest, man. With the, with the show and the... Oh, uh, the I mean, they put on a floor show that even the people in Vegas would be... would be a uh, fragrance. Right. Yeah, yeah what, what is the thing with the fragrance? What is that thing he keeps... Blind, I know they're Everything. big into blowing smoke. Listen, He's, huh? All the senses, you see. The senses? All of it. Sight, sound, fragrance, touch. Oh, they, they like to touch, it's, I'll tell you that. full five-sense show. Yeah. No, but I'm talking about that thing he keeps swinging back and forth the with the smoke out of it. Is yeah. that what it is? It's the the sensor? sensor. Yeah. Is the that where they find where the altar boys are hiding? Just their ashes. Yeah. Their what? Rectum. The ones that talked. Their ash- oh, ashes. <laughs> and you subsidize it, and it's... Uh, and here comes... Like, like this thing yesterday. The, 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 where are they from? These brothers. The, uh, oh, the, the monks. monks. The, yeah. <laughs> The monks with the lisp? I mean, the screaming. In fact, there were actually people there with a butterfly net grabbing the flyaway S's as they were speaking. <laughs> yeah, I never saw anything like it in my life. What a bunch of screamers. Believe me, I know screamers. Holy moly. And we have to, we have to save Terry and save the guy. And the governor has to do. Man, oh, man, just a, like a freaking gay floor show. That's what it is. 
But you keep subsidizing it and go in there because you've been brainwashed, just like all these traumatized people standing there in St. Peter's Square. And it was interesting because they couldn't find anybody there who was Italian. They were all, they were all like from the U.S. and the U.K. They're all tourists, like I've told you. All those thousands of people in St. Peter's Square, all, 98% of them are touristas, and most of them are from the U.S., eh? Because they're the only ones who are sufficiently brainwashed and stupid enough to go there and subsidize this garbage. And the Pope, they schlep him to the window. He's like, in fact, even, like I said before, Terry is making better sounds than the Pope nowadays. So I hate to tell you, but the next smoke may be blown from the Vatican. might be from the uh, chimney there. When they start blowing smoke from the chimney, it's not a good sign. Oi! WQAM, hello. Thank you, AM. How are you doing? Okay. Real quick question. Um, is Neil going to Sirius? Because I keep, keep hearing these illusions. Well, who do you think you're talking to? Oh, I don't know. QAM, I thought. Yeah, you're talking to QAM. This is QAM. Oh, sorry. Yeah, me too. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the verse. See, just just out of nowhere, you know. I don't know if I'm going to Sirius. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what Norma Kent is going to whip up there with his boyfriend Jeremy Coleman. I don't know what the hell they did in the uh, tea room up there in New York. I, I have no idea. All I know is that when he walks in there and he sees Alex Bennett sitting in their studio, it's not a very good sign. Oh, you didn't hear about that? No, I didn't. He got the tour of the joint over there in New York. In fact, any, anywhere there's a joint, Norma's always there real fast. So they gave him the Cook's tour. And they're sitting inside their palatial studios. There was Alex Bennett. <laughs> oh, wow. If I had the ability to do it, I'd take you out here right now and kick your yeah, right. teeth in. Right. How do you like that? So between having Alex Bennett on the air and Lynn Samuels, you can see. And, of course, Howard's not on the air with them. They, uh, you know, they talk a good game so far. I haven't seen too much action, you know. Haven't seen anything specific. Haven't seen anything about money, anything about any really game plan. And then they want the numbers, you know. I told you that, didn't I? No. You know, I, you, know you were on vacation. Norm wanted you to handle a project. I told him to have Duff do it, give him something to do. They want the mail 25 to 54 numbers for the last several years. Like, like we keep the books sitting around. Oh, right? yeah, they're here, they're here. Yeah. Now, wouldn't you think that when Mel Karmazin is running the operation, if they want anybody's ratings, any demographic, you know, all they got to do is, you know, get their friends at Arbitron. They can get, like, for the last 400 years. Wouldn't you think? You would like, uh, a real think that a major serious operation. operation, if they were a serious group of people. If a mom-and-pop shop like this one has it right there on their computer. Right, that's right. Let's see. Paul says, complaint. This was emailed to me via Jeff Hyatt. It's an email that he received. I see. You're on the air, people, at QM, uh, 10.30, March 25th. That was you. Yes, it was me. Are the most ignorant people, and spelled wrong, but P-E-E-P-L-E, people, I have ever I have ever heard on radio ever. To make fun of and actually produce a commercial on Terry Schiavo, to make fun of her and her death is the most disrespectful thing I can think of. And to mock Christianity as he is unacceptable. He is ignorant and knows nothing about Christianity or Judaism and should remain silent. He sounds ignorant as he talks, all in the name of humor ratings and listeners, question mark. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Tell your sponsors I will not purchase any of their products and will make a conscious effort to remember who they are by carrying around with me printed copies of your website to remind me of who they are. Well, guess what? They're not on our website, but you go right ahead. Uh, I'm sure he's talking about the QAM website. Oh, I see. It's a shame that you're a lone voice regarding the Dolphins, but I can get my uh, info from other places, I'm sure. Well, we're not a lone voice. Turn over to 790, Paul. I'm sure they'll right. welcome you there with open arms and legs and even give you a free Phew. to yeah. stick wherever you choose. They're, they're good Christians over there, too. He'll be happy there. Oh, yeah. Says Paul Burns. I wonder if he's kin to George Burns. Ed Burns. I don't know, but Paul's really whipped up to a frenzy. Uh, yeah, we can't yeah. give our opinion. See, that's the way you good believers always are. All that crap, you know? We don't believe your crap. We don't want to keep perpetuating your crap. 
We'd like to be one of the very few places in the world where people can come and get an yeah. alternative point of view based on science and reality as opposed to based on hocus-pocus with some stupid-ass focus group. And I know more about the Bible than you do, Paul. Yeah. I read all the crap back in the day, Paul, and believe you me, it was not easy reading. And I still want to know who had the cleanup concession there on Noah's Ark. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Him. He went out there and he got two giraffes. Huh? Let me ask you, how did he get two giraffes, huh? God how did he get two over. elephants? How did he schlep them with a leash? God brought them all. Is that what it was? No, he did not bring them all. He had to go out and get them. Don't you remember that? You better read your Bible, Mister. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna reach back here and re read it. Yeah, reach back there and grab it. And the two, two. all these ridiculous <laughs> stories written by every time there was a clap of thunder and a bolt of lightning. Oh, it's an act of God! And the Lord is upset. The Lord, His wrath is waxing hot again. Hot wax. Yeah, see, His wrath is waxy hot. See, they keep getting that into that waxy crap. Yeah. You're not kidding me. Don't forget, we got Marlins on deck at 1250. Marlins and the Orioles at 105. Some good, healthy, clean baseball. Probably some steroids. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say the Marlins doing it. Probably those Orioles. You know, Sammy Sosa's on the Orioles now, right, Josh? Yeah, just the Orioles. You're so full of crap. Weren't you just telling me last week about the roids? Oh, that's right. It was hemorrhoids. You said working with, uh, with Dave Van Boring is a real pain in the ass. Now, he didn't say that, Dave. Don't, don't take everything, anything I say seriously. Just a joke. He's probably thinking it, though. Probably wish to hell you would wake up. They made a bad, bad mistake letting the booster get away there on play-by-play. -play. I mean, talk radio, eh, that ain't your bag, sweetheart. But they made a real bad mistake there. I think he made a bad judgment himself when you come right down to it. That's because he's so tight with the, his buddy there, Dan LeBastard. Dan LeBastard makes Len Martez sound like Walter Cronkite, okay? That's how good he is. He ain't no Stugatz. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 WQM. So we're just here as kind of like a pregame filler, okay? We don't want That's Paul right. Burns to get upset, and we're sure that he's not listening right now anyway because we make fun of uh, poor Terry Schiavo and her... Cube. And all these are good Christians and Jews <laughs> and Muslims. Although I don't, notice he didn't mention the Muslims in there. Or well, the Jehovah's Witnesses. Huh? I wasn't talking about them. Or the Hindus or the Buddhists or any of those other uh, nut jobs. You know, spring is here, and it's a great time to get down to Armstrong Ford of Homestead with some great deals on new 05s. Right now, get your ass behind the wheel of a Focus or Escape with $2,000 cash back from Ford and 0% financing. How about an exhibition with $3,000 cash back and 1.9% financing? Check out the 05 four-door Explorer right now at Armstrong Ford of Homestead with $2,500 cash back and 1.9% financing. Remember, only when you buy from these folks, Armstrong, Ford, Homestead, will you get that unmatchable, that exclusive tires, parts, and batteries for life program, plus a free Florida Sun Pass, too. Armstrong Ford is proud of our servicemen and women. If you're in the military, if you have a relative in the military, and no matter if it's active duty, reservist, National Guard, or Coast Guard, you'll get you a military appreciation discount. David Rich and the staff at Armstrong Ford Homestead will guarantee you the best price, and because they're locally owned and operated, they will just about stand on their head, just about, not quite, to treat you like family and make sure they make you a customer for life. Armstrong Ford Homestead, 30725 South Dixie Highway is where you'll find them just 20 minutes south of the 836. Check them out on the web, armstrongcars.com, and give David or Victor a call at 305-247-5112. Whatever, what I said, 5112. Drive a little and save thousands on that new Ford at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. You're listening to Neil Rogers. The devil's got my Got it? Know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. I thought Christianity was fairy tale. Yes. This religious thing was not for me. They held a big convention. They let me in for free. I had no idea what I was about to see. 
Ahoy! They were speaking in tongues that made me a believer. It was kind of fun to stick it out of my mouth. Speak in tongues. They got me believing my tongue is weaving from side to side. The Lord will now embrace me. I clap my tongue to the beat. Now, whatever I do, he'll forgive me. You fail. Because now I speak in tongues. That makes me a believer. And I'm having fun. Playing around with my mouth. Now I speak in tongues. Carrie is fighting bravely, man. She's fighting for her life. And you bastards, I won't stick that back in there. You're going to rot in hell. It's murder. She's fighting. Yeah, I could beat her. Right. A judge will hear arguments today on whether jurors should learn about previous child molestation allegations against pedophile Michael Jackson. As Jackson's child molestation trial enters its fifth week, Santa Barbara County Superior Court Judge Rodney Herman Melville has set aside the day's first court session for the hearing, for which the jury will not be present. I wonder what the verdict's going to be in Harley's trial, by the way, on guiding light. Melville has said he would wait to hear from both the prosecution and the defense before deciding if he let either side call witnesses to bolster its position. He has not given an indication which he would rule, when he would rule, although I think he said uh, pretty quick, like a few seconds. About 30, man. Prosecutors are pushing to allow testimony about previous allegations against Jackson, contending that they will show a pattern of behavior that bolsters the current charges against him. But the defense is fighting the move, saying the information will be prejudicial and that the prosecution has not met the evidentiary threshold required to allow admission. Among the earlier charges the prosecution wants to introduce are allegations from the 93 civil suit in which a 13-year-old boy accused Jackson of sexually molesting him repeatedly over a five-month period. That's the kid that he uh, paid off, paid off the family. And they said, oh, uh, we don't know, mm, like that. They started talking like the Pope. Mm. Just making gutter. What? Well, he, didn't, he can't even do that. Hey, you're going to piss that guy off if he thought that Oh, Paul Burns? Yeah. Well, too bad. And guess what, Paul? Guess what? I just checked during the break. Our sponsors don't want your business. They don't want to know you. They don't want to see you. They don't want to smell you. How's that, Paul? Get lost. Go away. Coxahoyce. By the way, that's the Japanese. Now, I got a whole bunch of stuff here. Rather than taking a bunch of silly-ass calls, uh, is Neil going to... Is this QAM? I love the people are calling and say, is this QAM? Like, like QAM is like... Uh, like it's alive, you know? It's, it's alive! <laughs> right. They give it this kind of anthropomorphic uh, quality, like, like like the radio station is living and breathing. Uh, believe me, when you see the numbers on Friday, you'll find out it's not. We're deader than a doornail. But, hey, we had a good run, you know. But that, uh, We had a lot of those. Is it a QAM? Yeah, this is... Uh, it's either QAM or Stephen Hawking, one or the other. I got a lot of stuff here to read. What are you smirking about? I think it's because you got all that out of your system with that. Oh, wild, boy, uh, did I. It, uh, don't be eating that stuff that Dave Halberstam sends. And maybe he turned on us a little halby, you know? Uh, I know you've said it before, but seriously, the warning label needs to be big, bigger Hard than everything. Left sideline, Marley, three point. Oh! Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Dave Halberstam, it. great guy. We love you, Dave, but to quit sending us candy with the sorbitol in it. Good guy. Quit sending us laxative stuff. And if, he, if Hank would have eaten that stuff, man, we'd have had an earthquake. I know we don't usually have earthquakes in Florida, but believe me. Now, seriously, what are we going to do about him? I guess he and I were hopeless, right? Well, you're doing things. Good what things. am I doing? I'm just getting you're five pounds. You're walking more. I was down to 190. I weighed 195 today. Right. But you're up and down. 
Yeah, that's because I live on a high floor. I see. No, seriously, wouldn't it be nice if he would lose an ounce? He's in yeah, denial, that man. He is in denial, man. Even, uh, even uh, what's her name, was never in denial as much. Cleopatra. I was in Cleopatra. God, get with it. i got to get to my stuff here, please. All right. Now that we got Miguel the hell out of there. And, and by the way, well, we had fun last week. We had, wouldn't you say, Josh, we had four pretty good days with a lot of food? Yeah, I'd say we ate a lot. Yeah, that, that's about all. I don't know if the show is any good, but the, we ate a lot. They ate a lot. I, I did, too. But what Miguel knows about anything other than uh, Castro, and I don't think he knows much about that, but he's just uh, a great guy, but very limited. Very limited. I mean, he knows nothing about anything. Well, he's young. Yeah. And he went to school here. Oh, I see. I guess that explains it. That dulce de leche, let me say it again, Haagen-Dazs is watery. Yeah, it has is. a high water content. Good ice cream can never be watery, okay? I'll, now, maybe when I'm... Now, I say I'm going to say that. I can't try it. I can't be eating no ice Don't. cream. I was thinking about, I think Publix makes a dulce de leche. Don't, don't, it's too sweet, see. Because the concept of the flavor, well, I like sweet. The concept of the flavor is good, but mm -hmm. watery is no good. Don't get the Haagen-Dazs brand. Try, try somebody else's making. And I still can't believe that Ben & Jerry doesn't make a Rocky Road. I still, I'm still, I'm offended by that. <clears throat> and I'm also offended by the fact that the Coffee Toffee Crunch got relatively few votes, about 30, I think, something like that. About 30, man. Well. Huh? It did not do well. No. And why is that? I don't know. I, I put that right up there with fish food. Sure, Maybe absolutely. Not, huh? Right in the same category, top five. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's no vanilla, but hey. <laughs> we'll have to do. New records show that the FBI helped Saudis leave the U.S. after 9-11. Now, I realize uh, it doesn't do any good for me reading all this stuff, but it, it does something for me. It gets it out of my system, okay? Even though I'm farting into a windstorm. Right. The episode has been retold so many times in the last three and a half years that it's become the stuff of political legend. In the frenzied days after 9-11, when some flights were still grounded, dozens of well-connected Saudis, including relatives of Osama Yamama, managed to leave the U.S. on specially chartered flights. Now, newly released government records show previously undisclosed flights from Las Vegas and elsewhere and point to a more active role by the FBI in aiding some of the Saudis in their departure. The FBI gave personal airport escorts to two prominent Saudi families who fled the U.S., and several other Saudis were allowed to leave the country without first being interviewed, the documents show. The Saudi families in L.A. and in Orlando re uh, requested the FBI escorts because they said they were concerned for their safety in the wake of the attacks, and the FBI, which was then beginning the biggest criminal investigation in its history, arranged to have agents escort them to their local airports, the documents be showing. But FBI officials act reacted angrily, both internally and publicly, to the suggestion that any Saudis had received preferential treatment leaving the country. I say baloney to any inference we red-carpeted any of this entourage, an FBI official said in a 2003 internal note. Another FBI official, speaking on condition of anonymity, said this week regarding the airport escorts that we'd do that for anybody if they felt they were threatened. We wouldn't characterize that as special treatment. The documents were obtained through a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against the Justice Department by Judicial Watch. Oh, by the way, speaking of Judicial Watch, you notice that, that wacky Larry Clayman is also there from Judicial Watch, along with Randall Terry and the Reverend Pat Mahoney? I don't know who that is. Oh, Clayman, Larry yeah. Clayman from Judicial Watch. It's another right-wing bunch of wackos. Ah. Which every, you know, once in a great while they do something that makes sense, but uh, more, more often than not, not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's there screaming about the... Cube! All right. Oh, she's parched, and her lips are cracked, and this is murder. It's murder, and we beseech the governor to get his fat ass in there and drag poor Terry out and take her home and, like, uh, use her as a uh, doorstop. <clears throat> I wonder how Jeb voted on that poll of yours. <laughs> oh, seriously, he, he's the Antichrist right there. He's your fat ass governor. He, he's the evil one. 
You may think it's the the brother. The brother is small potatoes. Believe you me, the brother is like uh, he's like a puppet. He's a mannequin. But the jibster, there's the real, real dangerous. And, and in fact, really, when you look at the way he's behaved, although of course he's covering his own political ass, but it's almost surprising that he didn't send them in there. Well, I mean, he had sent them, but that he didn't tell them go ahead and uh, drag her out. Right. Wouldn't that have been a nice scene? That would have been like the Ayatollah falling out of the plane and his casket fell out that time in Iran. <laughs> oh, they're bringing Terry out on a gurney and they're fighting. Oop, she just fell on the uh, ground. And look at that. You're right. She, she's rolling down the hill. She's as vibrant as they come. That brother of hers, boy, he really, he really frosted my ass. The one I kept saying about how she was vibrant and alive and, uh, you know, communicating. Right. And, she's vibrating. Right. I think they ought to give him a close look at that. Cube! 28 after 11 at 560 WQM on the Marlins pregame show. This is QAM, by the way. We don't have any names. It's just QAM. Fritz and Franz Beer House. I bet you they're going to bring food next week when I'm around. All right. And it'll be bratwurst. See, I can eat that. I can do Atkins. Fritz and Franz Beer House in the Gables is bringing Bavarian-style fun back to South Florida. Why not come by and say Guten Tag and sample some of the most delicious German Bavarian cuisine anywhere outside of Northeastern Europe? Schnitzel, bratwurst, salads, and strudel, all in an atmosphere that would make the Von Trapp family proud. And don't forget the Warsteiner leader boots. It's enough beer to get your lederhosen in a knot. Fritz and Franz isn't only making the hills come alive with the sound of music, it's turning Coral Gables into a veritable little Frankfurt. I thought it already was. Because at Fritz and Franz, it's Oktoberfest every single day. Located at 60 Merrick Way, a block west of Miracle Mile, it's the ideal meeting place for those of you who like to march to the beat of a different tuba. So call for directions and monthly Warsteiner Beer Festival information, 305-774-1883. And tell that old bratwurst lover, Neil, sent you by. That's 305, no comments, 774-1883 for Fritz and Bra- uh, Franz Beer House, not your ordinary oompa place. You're listening to Neil Rogers. The Exploding Balls. Abraham Lincoln. He held our nation together. He freed the slaves. He may have liked dudes. Now, the Franklin Mint, in cooperation with the San Francisco Federal Reserve, is issuing a limited edition commemorative Lincoln $3 bill. The front of the bill features the stoic face of our most liberated president in his fetching stovepipe hat. On the reverse side, a totally redecorated Lincoln Memorial with lovely window treatments and more closet space. Each of these notes is printed in green ink with hues of red, white, and blue and a wonderful fuchsia. Order now and receive a special edition dollar coin featuring the image of Eleanor Roosevelt and a rainbow-colored question mark. The Lincoln $3 bill and Eleanor Roosevelt rainbow coin are available for a limited time, so act now before these coveted collector's items return to our vaults never to come out again. You fairy. 1133, 27 on noon at 560 WQM. Marlins on deck at 1250. Your Florida Marlins. And the Orioles in Fort Lauderdale. I guess Hank's not. Don't let me forget tomorrow morning on that crossover. Okay. Ask him about Jeffrey Lurie. Because he's been taking some shots again at the uh, Marlins in the stadium thing. Which nobody wants to go to a stadium there by the Orange Bowl, by the way. Nobody wants to go there. But uh, So I guess Jeffrey Lurie has got him uh, off his list for the time being. All right. Now that Scruan is no longer around, I guess Jeffrey would be the one to get Hank suspended again. Let's not do it till at least after Friday when we see that trend come up. Boy, that's going to be ugly. Oh, ho you think that those of us on the air on the station are ugly? Wait till you see those numbers on Friday. Is it Friday? I don't know. Well, why don't we know? Because I don't. Well, why are we in the dark? Why isn't it on our calendar? Why isn't somebody in that place uh, putting their nose to the grindstone and getting with it already? And giving us some information. After all, this is your rating central headquarters on this show for the last about 75 years in the market. This is where everybody, even the janitor, tunes in to hear those numbers. 
Doug Thompson, who writes the rant in Capitol Hill Blue, and I don't care what you say, it's a great website, and he's the best. He writes, Shane takes a holiday. Uh. Of all the nutcase activist groups littering the landscape of America, few are more hypocritical than the so-called right-to-life movement, run by fanatics who tried to turn the private family tragedy of brain-damaged Floridian Terry Schiavo into their latest political ploy. Normally, these fruitcakes stick to abortion as their issue of choice, bombarding us with images of bloody fetuses and arguing that life begins whenever a sperm encounters an egg. For years now, they have tried and failed to get the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn their Roe v. Wade decision, the one that legalized abortion in this country. Abortion, they claim, is murder, and they want nothing to do with murder. These claims are, of course, a hypocritical crock of bullshit, and these same humanitarians stand by and cheer when some of their flock bomb abortion clinics or kill doctors who perform the legal abor uh, operations. They advocate murder to advance their cause, urge citizens to break the law, to protest a legal act, and have no qualms about turning the Shibo case into a shameful circus of photo ops. The right to lifers from the core, form the core of the social conservative movement that has taken over the Republican Party like a flesh-eating cancer. Social conservatives compromise a frightening collection of hypocrites, bigots, racists, and homophobes who fear what they cannot understand and want the government to outlaw anything they hate. And they hate a lot. Spend a few minutes, if you can stomach it, reviewing some of their propaganda, and you'd find hate-filled bile that avoids fact and plays on emotions and gullibility. Like so much of the GOP agenda, their appeal is aimed at the ignorant, conspiracy-driven masses. Right-to-lifers would rather see a poor woman carry a child to terms what can be born into a cycle of poverty and crime. They don't care if a pregnancy occurs from rape or incest. All life, they claim, is precious, except, of course, the lives of anyone who supports abortion, works in an abortion clinic, or performs the act. Those lives are expendable in the name of the so their so-called humanity. Take a close look at the heart of the right-to-life movement. You'll find these same humanitarians often support the death penalty, or politicians who send young men and women to die in senseless wars. Their hypocrisy knows no bounds, and they have no shame when it comes to supporting their cause, which includes illegal acts and try to stop something that they claim is murder, but which the courts, and according to most polls, the majority of American people say is not. Soon Terry Schiavo will die and bring long overdue peace to a poor woman who's been nothing but a political pawn for too long. Sadly, the right-to-life movement will not die with her. It'll simply search without shame for another tragedy to exploit. Hypocrisies never die. They just fade away. In this case, they don't even fade away. Yep. <clears throat> He always writes good stuff, Doug Thompson. I don't know what your beef is with him. Oh, anyway. yeah, I hate the guy. Yeah, you just don't like that beard. He's What's the beard. most divisive thing in the world today? That's our poll on our uh, website today. Which we could have done another tasteless poll about Terry and that. Uh, Phew! But then we'd have gotten Paul Burns all upset. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a list from your website. I'm gonna... Yeah, everywhere he goes now, he's gonna make sure. Is that on the list? I'm not going in there. No. Well, guess what, Paul? Every business in South Florida, every food place, every restaurant, every automotive place, every gas station, they're all on QAM. Every one of them. Every single one. So I guess, Paul, you're going to have to sit in your house, and maybe we can send you that. Cube. She's not using it now. What do you think? <laughs> That's right. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it might not we'll be do a late. poll on that tomorrow. What do we do with Paul? Do we get him the hook or send him the tube? Send him the... Cube. Excuse me. Sorry about that, Rush. 489 votes, and uh, religion, like I said, 497 votes. Religion's got 376, almost 76%. You see that? 76 trombone, 76%. Mm -hmm. See that spirit of 76? Union, 76. Ooh. And by the way, Mr. President, thank you for those low gas prices again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't thank you enough. And all those dead soldiers. Yeah. Money, 45. Politics, 32. Race, 20. Language, only 8. That's interesting in South Florida. There's only 8, say, language. Mm -hmm. Education level, 7. Ethnicity, 5. Sexual orientation, only four. By aiming, you fairy. So what does that tell you? Out of almost 500 votes. Religion. All the fairy tales, all the time. God is waiting. You know, 
You just take a look at that. And these pictures, by the way, that you're seeing, these are four years old. Oh, yeah. The, these videotapes that they've got. Right. They keep, they keep showing them as though they're, oh, this was a couple of hours ago. There's Terry. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's uh, knocking on the door. She's ringing that buzzer where she wants the room service. She's vibrant. She's vibrating. Let's see. Here's a fax that says, just wanted to let you know we're out here. We love your intelligent commentary. All the articles you read, better, better than the shows dedicated to the polls on best foods. Now, see, they can't say something nice without a shot. Right. See? Can't, you can't, we're not going to change the world here on this show. We're not going to save mankind from itself. We're not going to change almost anybody's opinion. But anyway, it says, I may be in a minority based on the feedback you've collected for what shows people like. I just wanted to send something in with my office's opinion. It's refreshing to hear an atheist slash agnostic perspective in the media. It's amazing how we're going backwards as a society. Well, absolutely correct, sir. Taking big, gigantic leaps back into the Stone Age on language, on on sexual attitudes, on everything in the U.S. While the rest of the world is moving in one direction, the U.S. is taking gigantic, huge leaps back into the Stone Age. It says, keep reading. Don't, and again, people telling me what to do. Keep reading. Don't dumb down your show to mesh well with the sports nerds. Keep up the great work. P.S. That bit you played with the crazy lady reminded me whatever happened with to Whammy. You, you see that? Mm -hmm. no, that, that, that was a silly bit. That wasn't going to change mankind. Yeah. God, it sucks. So anyway, thank you for the nice comments and the bad ones. I'll just pretend they're not in there. Okay. We liked the food shows last week. Josh and Miguel liked all the free food. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things. Okay. I was in a food mood. And I, I, I don't have any problem with those shows last week. I thought we had a good time. I'll second that. Yeah, Josh seconds it. He takes some free meals anytime, and I still want to know what's going on over there at Morton's Steakhouse. Then we got Mo and his wife, do, 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 do. Kimba and his wife, do, 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 do. and the Humper all there on the same night. What, what's that all about? I, I don't know. Is there some kind of a free deal going on? Because, uh, you know, I know, nobody from this show got invited, I'll tell you that. That's right. I just I don't understand how anybody can be under 700 pounds and, and eat all their meals in restaurants. Uh, you, you just have to have a little something in the refrigerator, okay? I got my Schneider's frozen hamburgers in there. When the show's over at 12.50, I'll go in there. I'll take one. I'll put it in the fry pan with a little olive oil, olio oliva. And I'll uh, take some onions, chop them up, put them in there around it. I'll take some uh, shredded taco uh, schmacko cheese and put it there on top of the onions and the burger, no bun. And that'll be my lunch. What's wrong with that? Nothing. As opposed to going to a restaurant. I'm going to tell you, people who eat all their meals in restaurants are doomed to be fat forever. Right. It's not just that McDonald's thing. They got a bad rap. It's all the restaurants. Whenever you see those news stories. That is right. What's you go to a restaurant and they start out with the bread and the butter and, butter and then with all kinds of stuff, mm -hmm. man. Everything everything they make, of course, is loaded up with sugar right. and salt and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. It makes it taste stuff. good. It makes it really <laughs> delish, man. It does a kasatsky on your taste buds. Mm. But on your innards, man, it's uh, killing you. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to give up. Who am I to talk now that I gained five pounds? Right. That, that's my first. It's my first uh, bad couple of weeks in a long time. I, I've been hovering right there between 188 and 192 for a long time. I've been on the not so straight and narrow path for, for a while now. So I had a bad week. Blame Josh and Miguel for it. Hey, you're the one that ate the liter of ice cream that you didn't even like. Yeah, I did. I did do. You're right. Now I didn't have to tell oh, you that. Oh, no. I didn't have to tell about that. It was it was um, Cadbury's. Um, Crispy Crunch. Now, see, like I said, there's a lot of great candy bars here that you yeah. don't have in the States, like Crispy Crunch and Crunchy. So what's in uh, that? Huh? What's in that? Crispy Crunch. Mm -hmm. There's two whole candy bars in the whole liter. Ooh. Take me to your liter. No, it's not. But it's not good. It's like the base. It's like a vanilla base. It, it's it, oh, delicious, yeah, but yeah, no yeah. taste. Yeah, I know. Like all the... Haven't I told you the candy well, ice cream? Why vanilla base if you can use a chocolate base or something good? Right. Now you're talking. Yeah. Let's see if I can find that. Set. 
17 till noon at QAM. Hey, when you shop for quality footwear, there is a store that everybody that's got a brain loves. It's Brandy's in Pompano Beach, where you'll find an unbeatable, let me say it again, unbeatable combination. They got the best selection, the largest selection of men's and women's brand name shoes in the market. They got professional sales, also care about you and want to make sure you get a perfect fit every time. And they got unbeatable prices, too. What's not to like? At Brandy's, top quality names like Rockports, Floorsheim, SAS, Sperry, Timberland, Naturalizer, all the others, you'll love it. They're open every day, seven days a week at Brandy's, Monday through Saturday, 9 till 9, and Sundays, 10 to 5. And you'll find Brandy's at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. It's worth the trip to take good care of your feet. And this week is a great time to buy Naturalizers at Brandy's. Take 30%. About 30%. 30% off on all great naturalizer women's styles this week. So be sure to get your ass into the store or do your shoe shopping right online at brandyshoes.com. You're listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560 QAM. Fan of Hooters, you'll be completely underwhelmed when you visit this far less endowed franchise. Welcome to Flapjacks. How may I help you? Flapjacks, where the only place you'll find breasts is on the menu. Here's your chicken platter. I guess I don't need to pretend to drop my fork at this place. At Flapjacks, you'll get grade-A service by an A-cup waitstaff. Wow, honey. This place has a really nice ambiance. I don't know. Reminds me of driving through Iowa. Flapjacks. It's flat-out fun. 11.48, Oh, by the way, last week, uh, poor Josh, who has never been anywhere, even fewer places than you've been, when I told him that Omaha was a uh, pretty good place and great food and uh, really wild people, uh, he, uh, him and Miguel, neither one could believe that. I don't know how you can All say right. that, by the way. I, I think I've been to quite a few places. It doesn't have anything with me, just a play long. Okay. Have you been to Boston? No. New York? Yes. Amazing. You have been to New York. Well, that's good. Uh, Buffalo? No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia? That's going backwards. Philadelphia? No. Well, why not? Pittsburgh? No. St. Louis? No. Detroit? No. Good. Albany? Not in Albany, no. Well, what does that mean, not in Albany? I mean, it's I not Albany, by the way. It's Albany. Albany, whatever. Well, what, what does that mean, not in, in New York, you know? Oh, New York City? So, in other words, that covers the whole state. No. Rochester? You've been to Rochester? Are we going to go with cities now? Like, cause, yeah. As opposed to what? Counties? States are bigger. So counties? More of a How about states? states? States will give you a little more credit. Uh, ever been to Michigan? No. I rest my case. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Five six seven. Let's take some calls here. Okay, we only got an hour to go, and then we got the Marlins game. I got a, a couple more things here. Three, but I don't know. I don't want to do a lot of reading because then the people in the office over there. Oh, see, he's reading a lot of stories today. He's listening to us. I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. Okay, I don't like these people giving me instructions. I have a lot of people out there to try to satisfy, and especially in a market where nah, we don't wanna. We, you know, no matter what it is you do, they're not happy with that. Maybe if you do it tomorrow, they might like it, but definitely not today. It, it's always right. been that way, and it always will be. They're a bunch of malcontents. But we take, we take one week out of 52, which I work, what, how many weeks? About five weeks a year. And on one week, and we, you know, have a few shows where we just had, and, and I, didn't I read some stories last week? Mm-hmm. Didn't I talk about Terry Scheibo last week? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Talked about all the stuff that was going on. It's just that in between, we, we did a food pool, that's all. And we want you to keep reading. And we, you see, this is, you know, this is one of those militant atheists, which is good. I like that. See, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm gung-ho for that. But if that's all we did on the show, we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't be on the air. So what right. would we benefit by then? This business about, well, don't pander. Look, we've got to do whatever we have to do to get the biggest possible audience. That's the reality of staying on the air, schmucks. Okay? So you can send all the faxes you want with all your instructions. In fact, next time, why not just make a list of all the things we ought to do on the show every day? You know, the, the top ten things we ought to be doing right, to good. satisfy your orifice. And by the way, get back to work. Do something useful. 
5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. I think the next, uh, of course, Purim was uh, last week. Right. We got Easter Monday and we got spring break. We're, we're like, you know, we're just treading water right now, so why give them the good stuff? WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How are you today? Pretty good. Fantastic. Listen, I listened to George's show this past Friday, sir, and um, someone called about 1.30 in the afternoon talking about a band that played late Thursday night on the um, last call with Carson Daly. Yeah. And it's a full-blown Hasidic Jewish guy doing reggae. Oh, and it's absolutely incredible. And I thought yeah. I'd give you the website and the name of the band at least to check it out. It's well worth your time, and I thought it's a it's a fantastic thing to check out. I was now, blown who's away. the band leader? Shmuley Boutach? No, I almost. You almost got it right. I couldn't even pronounce that one. Oh. The, the name of the band is Matasui. It's M A T. No, no. Listen, you really got to listen. If they have a website, you'll have a picture of the guy Matasui. on there. Matasui. It's it's M A T. Jews and Japs. No, no. You got. This is well worth your time. I'm trying to write it down. Okay, it's M A T I S Y A H U. That's the name of the band, and the website's www.hasidicreggae.com. Oy. And I will guarantee you, put a smile on your face. I think it's. A, I, I looked over at this TV and I saw this full-blown Hasidic Jewish guy, and he blasted the best. Oh, don't, don't say that again. Don't say full-blown. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, Pally. Happy, happy Purim. Same to you, sir. Have a good day, Neely. Arrivederci. What? Happy circus. Eat? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> I'm only playing like just a little, a little taste. I don't want to get the people in that orifice upset. Oh, I might play the voicemail again. The Antichrist. Turn your son into a faggot, you did. You fairy. As a new bro hustler, round the disco hall. Get through Body, what a body. Shaped like a monster ball. You went from you to shorts. Hanging you and me. Yes, it does. One hand got a bagel. The other cream and cheese. Oi. Oi. Haven't played that in a hundred years, have we? Yeah. And probably for good reason. <laughs> anyway, be sure to look up that website and uh, check out those Hasidim. Okay. Make sure that we're not wearing all that heavy clothing, because I understand it's like in the 90s uh, already. It's still the end of March, and it's already like 90, 91. Oh, it's a hundred degrees and humid in the shade, man. It's going to be a long, hot summer. So I may not be there quite as long as I was suggesting. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you today? Pretty good. Good. Don't want to be a hypocrite or anything, but um, this whole Terry Shiva thing, I don't really give a, I don't really care about it too much. Yeah. But uh, let me ask something. Does her husband stand to uh, benefit financially from her um, from her demise? No, he, he already got his financially. Money. He already got the money, and the money is allegedly all spent. And that's when the that's when the Schindler started not getting along with him so well. Is when they said, "Oh, by the way, you owe us some of that money," and he said, "There's no money left." They said, oh, and that's when they stopped talking to him. I see, because there's certain allegations going around that... Well, there's all kinds of allegations going around now, because that was the last resort of these lunatics, is he beat her up, and he, he took the first seven years that she was in this vegetative state, and he dedicated his entire life and education to trying to find a cure for her. That, to me, doesn't sound like somebody that's trying to exploit his wife or that beat her to a crap. Exactly, and I agree with you, but there's so many people saying that he's, he has a life insurance so policy on her, Yeah. but... The, the whole life insurance policy is ridiculous because when they when she was fine, they were barely scraping through. Who gets a million dollar life insurance policy when you can't afford the, your own apartment? It's ridiculous that people come up with these things. Yeah, well, what can you do? Up, make it up as you go along, Pally. Anyway, you know, quit crying over this woman. There's millions of people out there everywhere that are dying, whether of hunger, war, whatever. Five thousand every day. Five thousand people. Did you know that, by the way? I'm sure you didn't know that. 
one of the people who's uh, specialty is in dealing with end-of-life uh, situations like this. He was on one of the 80,000 talking head shows over the weekend. 5,000 people die every day who have yeah. life support removed. Hmm. In the, that's just hmm. in the U.S. Hmm. Okay? Hmm. In other words, where they remove the... Phew! Or whatever other life support, the ventilator, uh, that keeps them going. I mean, being fed, being fed through a... Cube is artificial life support. There's no question about that. But nevertheless, although I guess when you get the food, when you get your nutrition through your navel like that, it gets into your stomach a lot faster that way, right? Right. Yeah. You should try it. Yeah, let's give it a shot, okay? In fact, can you imagine having some of that great Nestle Turtle ice cream in a... In a uh, Cube! Oh, yeah. Just, just put the tube in your navel. Woo! <laughs> Man. Avoid Talk all the cold teeth problems. WQAM, Hello. Then, then you wouldn't have to worry about all those uh, cavities either, you That's know? That's right. Five, six, seven. Look at this phone, man. No wonder the humper was uh, psychotic this morning, man. There ain't nothing going on with these people. The good part of it is, though, it's break time. And, of course, we got the Marlin game at 12.50. It's a damn good thing we got that Marlin game. We love the Marlins. They are the best. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially when they're playing day games that start, like, nice and early. I'm thinking, like, a noon game tomorrow will be good. Yeah. Come on, let's play four, like Ernie Set Banks would say. Let's play ten. Four minutes till noon at QAM. Don't forget, we got Geldy right after the ball game. That's the word of warning. Curtis and Lenny Martez, just to show you that we got a sense of humor, 7 o'clock tonight. That's Lenny Martez. The Emerald Coast is Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. is rated by Zagat Restaurant Review. And now every night, you can enjoy a crab fest featuring Alaskan snow crab legs, golden crab, Jonah stone crabs, and crab cakes. Remember Jonah and the whale? Yeah. Well, this is a whale of a place. The menu still includes hot dungeness crab, fresh oysters on a half shell, and a sushi bar with over 30, About 30 man. different items. In addition, the Emerald Coast has hand-carved primary of cooked just the way you like it. And from their flaming grill, New York Steaks, cook to order, too. Top off your dinner with dessert at the unbelievable 40-inch chocolate fountain where you can hand-dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, other decadent treats, too. Don't forget the Emerald Coast promotes healthy living because they don't cook with any crap. No MSG, no cornstarch. They cook all of their fine cu cuisine with cholesterol-free canola oil, too. Don't forget, take the whole gang to one of Emerald Coast three locations for a real feast in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. If you talk to Richard really nice, maybe he'll even stick some of that food through a Cube. right right into your puppet would be I good. Can only hope. Oh, wouldn't that be delish? In Sunrise, Sunny Isles, and Pembroke Pines, call them at 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822 for the unbeatable Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. You're listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560. I am Frau Eliana Ross Leitman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the Neil Roche Communista Hour. Now that serial killer Dennis Rader has ended his 30-year reign of terror, Burger King is commemorating this event with a BTK Kids Meal. Mmm, yummy! A Whopper Junior, small fries and soft drink with a different toy surprise in every meal. I got a roll-up duct tape. I got some needle-nose pliers. Since there's no new Pixar movie out this week, this is the only promotional tie-in our marketing geniuses could come up with. Hey, look, these ketchup packets are filled with fake blood. Yay! It's the all-new BTK Kids Meal. Have it your way, the safe way, now that BTK has been put away. Okay, I'm looking at the uh, radar there, and there's just a line of showers, just a little thin line that's dipping on through. Maybe some 40-mile-hour gusty winds. Okay. In okay. Fact, maybe it's already, huh? No, it's like uh, southwest of Miami, and then, like, moving through. It's just moving through real quick. And the reason I'm saying don't panic is because we got that ball game. 
Right. The last thing we need is another one of these uh, postponements or crap like that. The game is on. Believe me, whether they want to play or not, that game is on. I'm looking at the log here. I don't want to start picking on anybody, but uh, the water Nazi must be off her feet. Maybe somebody disconnected her. Cube. You think? Because we could easily be doing three breaks this hour. And since I noticed we have, like, all real commercials on today, like all day long, the ones that uh, Paul Burns won't be going to uh, subsidize. Right. Um, we could easily have another break in there, and there's probably $1,000 that we're just flushing down the toilet there. I mean, a thousand bucks you know, to some people like George and the Josh sitting there right yeah, now. Yeah, like probably, we would get probably it's no. I'm but you listen to me. Mm-hmm. To some people, it's a significant amount of cash. Right. So evidently, this outfit is doing so great that flushing away a grand like that where that could be on it. I mean, it's it's almost criminal what's in there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't we be doing three breaks this hour instead of two? Follow where I'm. My, yeah, my no, group? I don't have an answer. Well, does that make any sense to you? Of course not. Of course not. But I stopped questioning them here a long time oh. ago. Don't ask. Right. And we won't tell. Okay, there's not a call on the board. we got 45, 48 minutes to go. I may read to satisfy those people in that orifice. 5670560. Oh, I'll give it one shot because you would think that with all the stuff that's been going on all weekend, like the Humper said this morning, that these people would be like foaming at the mouth with stuff. But they don't. All they want to is, Neil going to, is this QAM? Is Neil going to serious? Are you people serious? Uh, you know, same old crap. Nothing will move these people off the dime. Not even time will move. Even father time can't do it. God, it's amazing. WQAM, it'll be a quickie. QAM, hello. See, I told you. Mm-hmm. There was no doubt in my mind. The Prozac kid. None. In fact, pull the uh, on that clown Ooh. right now, please. WQAM, hello. Hello, how are you today? Okay, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great. I have a spy report for you. Yeah? I saw um, Mo Howard David at dinner at Morton's, and somebody else picked up the check. Somebody else picked up the check? Who picked yeah. it up? Uh, the couple next to them picked up the check. <laughs> I love it. I I thought you'd like that. Thanks for the good news. You're welcome. You have a good day. And you too. That sounded a little like Woody, didn't it? It wasn't him. He would have said it, it wasn't, but yeah. No, I know. It sounded just like Woody Jr. Would he pay if the other guy didn't pick up the check? That's the question, speaking of Woody. Would he pay? No. Oh. No. So it's always nice when somebody else picks up the check. Absolutely. WQAM, hello. Yeah, who do you think the Dolphins are going to draft in the 50s? Uh, probably, uh, probably out there in the draft right now, that 40-mile-hour wind. Uh, 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 WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to say there's one fantastic irony in this whole Shivo business. And what is that? And that is that guys like the Bush brothers and Tom DeLay, who are, who are pandering to the lunatic fringe, in, in Saturday's Herald, the, the, the spokespeople are saying they haven't done enough. You haven't done enough for these wackos. Yeah. So that's well, what well, they... Well, Pat Mahoney and these other, and uh, Randall Terry, these terrorists, they wanted uh, Jeb, they want him to, like, go to jail. They wanted him to go in there and kidnap her, which they were on the verge of doing, by the way, and to whisk her out of there and take custody of her and, like, maybe go spirit her off into uh, who knows where, you know. Well, maybe they've learned that Columbus when you lie Moon down Plaza. with dogs, you get fleas. And, exactly. uh, you know, it didn't work out for them. One more thing. Uh, Carl Hyacinth's column yesterday in the Yeah, Herald. he actually had a good column. I read it. There I put it is. on our website. I can't believe the first time. Uh, that's two in a year. Not bad. Yeah, and I, I had never heard, for example, that the, the, the uh, Shiloh parents, uh, the Schindlers, had actually at one point signed off on the fact that she was in a persistent vegetative state. So. Right. It's a good article. It's only after uh, Michael didn't uh, cough up money for them that they all of a sudden started getting surly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Keep up the good work. Okay, Pally. Thanks. So, so long. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Neil, how are you? Listen, okay. I, I just to let you know, this is a little late. I was at the art festival, 
and I went by 1360, you know, on AM, and they switched oh, their format. Yeah. And, and I said to him, I, he said, well, we have Bill Bennett as our leader. And I said, I'm more of a Neil Rogers, Air America guy. And he said, he gave me my back. He said, you effing liberal bastard. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, who was the, who was the he? Uh, he was the person from 1360 AM. The, the director oh, from that the, guy. Oh, that that one, yeah. The director, yeah, they went from classical to... Yeah, I know uh, that, sir. Just calm down, okay? Well, it's, well, it's old news. We realize they put a bunch of oh, lunatics on there, yeah. But he gave me my official badge. I'm an effing liberal bastard. Excellent. Well, wear it proudly, Pally, and have a great day. Thanks, you too. WQAM, hello. Wait, I'm, I'm listening to the other call on the radio. Hold on, okay? All right, hey, Phil. Yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Neil. Yes, sir. It's me, you know. We ain't hung up by now? Not yet. This is how we do. Mm-hmm. It's me. And I, right. see, I was just it's waiting it. to see the, yeah, it's him, it's me. You're not going to hang up on me yet? That's a, I have no line. That's a desperate, in fact, I would say disconnect his right now. we got a lot of tubes that need to be disconnected. A lot of people in a vegetative state, in a persistent vegetative state. It's me, not going to like that. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. <laughs> not there. Uh-oh. I got the, I'm going to read this. The darkness has come, writes John Tully in the L.A. Sun. Last year, the oily and corrupt House leader, Congressman Tom DeLay, personally used the Department of Homeland Security to track down and locate members of the Texas State Legislature who had fled to Oklahoma after Mr. DeLay tried to redistrict his home state into illogical shapes that were straight off a sushi plate. This week, Mr. DeLay subpoenaed a brain-dead woman to Capitol Hill to score political capital from the religious and rigid right and distract from his vast legal problems, including the illegal use of campaign funds and his current successful attempt to literally change the House ethics rules written in secret. Texas, of course, is where they execute retarded people and adolescents. Irving Crystal's son, Bill, the neoconservative dreamer and top propagandist for the Iraq invasion since his founding of the Project for New American Century, had his experts say on Fox News the other day, he claimed that one of the neurologists who had examined the medically dead woman said she can recover substantially if she gets the proper rehabilitation. It almost makes you long for the days of uninterrupted Atlanta courtroom killer news and video. There are approximately $8.8 billion missing in Iraq, completely unaccounted for, according to the U.S.-led Coalition Provisional Authority. Never one to miss an opportunity for irony, President Bush nominated yet another chief architect of the Iraq invasion, Paul Wolfowitz, to run the World Bank. That's a perfect triangle of failure with a Secretary of State who did a miserable job advising the President on national security and an Attorney General who tried to find legal loopholes in torture laws. Legal loopholes. A recent document uncovered Halliburton's newest overcharge of $108 million for Jordanian and Turkish fuel. The cost data did not reconcile the cal- to KBR's accounting and added to countless overcharges totaling close to $2 billion. Meanwhile, Congress decides to investigate steroid use in professional baseball. They must not know that Chandra Levy is still missing. The media swine scoffed and smirked at veteran journalist Dan Rather's final plea for courage as they ripped apart Michael Jackson for wearing pajamas and blanketed the airwaves with coverage of Martha Stewart. It's always hard to figure out week in and week out who the biggest media weenie is. George Will and David Brooks could both hardly wait to make immediate cheeky mealy-mouth references to France in discussing the Syrian mess in Lebanon. Everyone in the Cool Kids Media Club was praising the president for his bold leadership, although almost two months have gone by since the Iraqi election, and the many sides are still fighting the country is a bloody mess. Or is it the three-headed liberal weenie, the Evan Thomas, Howard Feynman, Chris Matthews monster with their newest shtick, the just-so-wacky-it-might-work? George Bush is an idiot genius who had a lie to America to get us into a war to bring freedom to the Middle East, subtitle, we won't know for 50 years. Talk about mission creeps. In fact, all three men were performing it brilliantly last week after about 20 minutes of adolescent discussion of Mr. Jackson's wardrobe and Miss Stewart's homecoming on radio legend Don Imus's program. 
That hardly left them any time to discuss the brand new appointment of America's chief diplomat to the U.N., Mr. John Bolton. The little coverage and criticism the media did give the truly absurd nomination usually referred to a bad joke that Mr. Bolton had once told about cutting off the top floors of the U.N. building and it not mattering. But the consistently undiplomatic Mr. Bolton once seriously asserted that the United States, we are the Security Council. One of the few reporters left in D.C., Mark Shields, remarked that the nomination was like naming Howard Stern as your chief of protocol or Mary Baker Eddy as your surgeon general. Back in the middle of 2003, before John Stewart was a big star, Mr. Matthews was on The Daily Show and was asked about the presidential election and the long list of Democratic candidates. The war that Mr. Matthews had passively or aggressively cheerleaded had not been going well. The questions that he failed to ask the politicians and leaders about the preparation and planning for the war were coming home to roost. With all his experience in Washington, as he calls it, in his Pennsylvania drawl, working for the late great Tip O'Neill, among others, this would be a perfect opportunity to educate the young people about the issues on a cool TV show and discuss the politics involved with them. But Mr. Matthews tried to be hip and irreverent and summarize the whole field of candidates by giddily telling Stewart that Congressman Dick Gebhardt had big eyebrows. Hilarious. Tip O'Neill was probably rolling in his grave that summer night, and just about the same time out in Colorado, an old salty dog named Hunter S. Thompson was stewing about the sorry state of affairs in America. The journalist and author fumed, it is genuinely incredible. The U.S. Treasury is empty. We're losing that stupid, fraudulent, chicken-crap war in Iraq. And every country in the world except a handful of corrupt Brits despises us. We're losers, and that is the one unforgivable sin in America. Beyond that, we've lost the respect of the world and lost two disastrous wars in three years. Afghanistan is lost. Iraq is a permanent war zone. Our national economy is crashing all around us. And the Pentagon's war strategy has failed miserably. Nobody has got any money to spend. And our once mighty U.S. America is paralyzed by mutinies in Iraq and even Fort Bragg. <clears throat> the American nation is in the worst condition I can remember in my lifetime. And our prospects for the immediate future are even worse. I'm surprised and embarrassed to be part of the first American generation to leave the country in far worse shape than it was when we first came into it. Our highway system is crumbling. Our police are dishonest. Our children are poor. Our vaunted Social Security, once the envy of the world, has been looted and neglected and destroyed by the same gang of ignorant, greed-crazed bastards who brought us Vietnam, Afghanistan, the disastrous Gaza Strip, and ignominious defeat all over the world. The stock market will never come back. Our armies will never be number one again. And our children will drink filthy water for the rest of our lives. He ended his diatribe by declaring, Big darkness comes soon. The day after Thompson killed himself, the beat-up, piled-upon, and tired-looking Mr. Rather declared simply and dramatically, Gonzo is dead. The fact was immediately evident upon watching the cable news channels. CNN's Judy Woodruff introduced two young women at computers who were reading weblogs to gauge a reaction to the sad news. One of the women stated that Mr. Thompson had basically pioneered the practice of Gonzo journalism. Mr. Amos's producer stooge, Bernie McCork, and sports stooge, Sid Rosenberg, just could not for the life of them figure out what all the fuss was about regarding Mr. Thompson's death. What did he ever do, chortled a pool ball-headed producer? Who is this guy, laughed Mr. Rosenberg. But their questions would soon be answered by the news bunnies at MSNBC, who were broadcasting live from the studio with in-depth coverage of the top story, The Darkness Had Indeed Come. Getting dark? Yeah. By the way, that's what they say in Detroit. Where it's always kind of twelve thirteen at five sixty. Let's take a look at that poll. Who is the, what is the most divisive force in this freaking world today? You got six hundred and twenty-seven votes. Religion seventy-six percent, four hundred and seventy-five. How do you like that? Oh my gosh. Money sixty-one. Politics forty. Race twenty-three. Language nine. Education level eight. Ethnicity seven. Sexual orientation. You fairy. Four. How do you like that? Okay. You gotta believe, baby. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Or else. QAM. Yeah. I check one, two. Uh, thank you for coming. 
I'm 50 Cent. And I'm the game. And we're here to put an end to this violent rap war by calling it truce. A truce? I thought we was calling a ceasefire. Nah, fool. Ain't no ceasefire. It's a truce. Yo, step off. It's a ceasefire. It's a truce. Ceasefire. Truce. Ceasefire. Ceasefire it You fairy. From 19 at 560 WQM. Let's take a couple of calls, and before we know it, it'll be time for the pregame show, right? All right. Time to go home. Have, have a couple of lunches would be good. So what do they bring on Friday? Just the ribs, or did we get, like, uh... Oh, ribs and, like, fries and, you know, the trimmings. The trimmings. But we just yeah. had the ribs mostly. From Kansas City Steakhouse again? That is correct. Very, very, very good ribs. Not too sweet. Well, not too nice. uh, tangy. Uh-huh. Just perfect. Just right. Right. 5670560, pound five... <laughs> 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. See, it's that change of season thing, man. Right. From it's winter into spring. Mm-hmm. And today, I think, is hopefully the last day here is going to be like 7 today, which is 45. Tomorrow, going to be 11. Oh! 7 come 11, baby. 52, starting tomorrow in the 50s. How do you like that? Speaking of 50 cent. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Let's try to keep George. Yeah, okay. Let's try to keep Reverend Jones off the air. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Neil, I think we should use uh, Terry Saiva as like a bargaining chip to get, make sure these uh, slots are class three. Yeah, you know, just, that, that's uh, a good idea, yeah. Just get, yeah. We'll give her to the Debster, and uh, he just uh, signs off on those class three slots. And right, and then we can take that cube and put it in the right slot. That's a good idea. It's a slot problem, wouldn't you say? Rackham. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Or as Noel Bush would say, a crack problem. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Pretty good. Hey, listen, uh, maybe you could check it out. I think it was over the weekend. They had uh, CNN had a thing about uh, Rick Sanchez getting zapped by one of those 50,000-volt tapes. Yeah, we already had that last week. Old news. And again. we got we it on the website, that. by the way, the video. Yeah, right. old news. WQAM, hello. Is this 790 um, ESPN Radio? No, it is not. Why would you want to call them? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Call them instead. QAM, hello. Line 9. Yeah, uh, Neil, please. Speaking, please. <laughs> the uh, Megabucks is a Oh, this is, the, this is Bob Lincoln. It is. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> want to talk to him. He sounds like an old drunk for crying out loud. Get him sounds off. Sounds like. Well, I said, like I said, get him off. <laughs> See, if you ask enough people if it's uh-huh. Bob Lincoln, sooner or later it is. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. We yes. Or something. Yeah, yeah, we got disconnected, all right. WQAM, you got disconnected at birth from the... Uh, Cube. QAM. Yes, Uncle Neil. Yes. Yes, this is Tom Delay. Don't do as I do. Okay, right. Time delay. They all got an act today. Uh, time delay. Go away, because you sound kind of... Yay. WQAM, hello. We love the Marlins. They are so great. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You furry. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. Did, um, I know George might have watched The Simpsons last night. They had a tribute to Rick Sanchez from the uh, the news anchor, Kent Brockman. The uh, lady come along and said, how about that guy you nailed with your car? He's still dead? <laughs> I don't know if George saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. You saw it. You saw it, George? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, well, that's all I wanted to say. Have a good one, guys. Okay, thank God. Um, WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Dave Wellington told me you were a racist fag. Okay, great. I'm real happy to hear it. WQAM, hello. Is this the Delilah show? Yes, Samson speaking. WQAM, hello. People's personalities are divisive. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hola. 
Boy, these people are just wilder. Like I said, only the losers are left in town now. Sorry. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, you know, uh, off the topic. Uh, wait, uh, off, hey, off the topic, the yeah. Uh-huh. The Purim lady. We haven't heard that in a while. Today's Purim, and I a lovely voice. No, there. today is not Purim. Purim was last Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed it. No, too bad. Go eat some stale hummantash and get out of here. The Purim lady. Did anybody ever call her the Purim lady? No. <laughs> In addition to which, Schmuck, we already Happy Purim. played it about how many times today? About Happy Purim. Happy Purim. Happy Purim. Happy Purim. And don't forget, top it all off. Have the season pace off. Yeah, see? Spread it around. Five six seven oh five sixty. These are the best, man. This is what it's all about. Hope that you people in that office over there that sent me that caustic fax are enjoying these intellectual calls, okay? Because I sure am. Because it's already almost like a half hour before the pregame show, right? Right. Good. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, I am. Neil, unfortunately, I do not have good news. I don't know if you heard on CNN about an hour ago, an earthquake of the magnitude 8.2. Yeah, in Sumatra, I saw it, yeah. Can you? And now, not only that, they're saying that this earthquake is categorized as a thrust. Earthquake, not a side to side. Which, if you know what that means in geology, yeah, it means that land. It's, has, a, it's an aftershock from the tsunami. And what is the uh, what's the point? Well, this is what they're saying. The the thrust occurred upwards of 19 miles of depth, which means the likelihood of a tsunami happening, just like the one on December 26, are very good. And unfortunately, the problem with that is it's a 24 hours difference between us and them. That means. Most of those people are going to be asleep if a tsunami is going to happen again. Well, isn't that a good way to go? I tell you, uh, yeah. I don't know where God was. I guess he's paying so much attention with the Terry Schiavo and the Pope. He seems to have forgotten to, you know. Hey, listen, uh, inject some Demerol and calm down a little bit, will you please? Jesus, God Almighty, talked about whipped up into a psychotic frenzy. And, of course, the, the voice level kept getting higher. And I'm thinking of Jackie Wilson in that song, Higher and Higher. Yeah. Man. Got any higher, some glass would have started cracking, you know what? 5670560. Oh, ah, pound five, this phlegm thing, man. What are we going to do about no, it? No, I got it too. I think we need to have a suction. Cube! You just there put it your throat and it pulls all, pulls all the phlegm out. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, I just like to, I have a couple comments for you. Go right ahead. Okay, number one, with this Terry Schiavo thing, I don't understand why these religious people, if, she, if they believe in heaven, why, why are they keeping her alive? Ask That's them. Number one. Ask <laughs> I, them. I can't figure that one out. And number two, I went to the, the Indian casino this weekend. I'm so sorry, yeah. The place was mobbed. Right. For nothing to do. But I, at least I left with a couple hundred bucks of their money, even though I didn't know how to operate the machines. Well, there you go. <laughs> Have a good one, man. And back to you. Take care. I got off a machine in Montreal, and some punk sat down and put $40 in it, got 3000 on the line. Is that an interesting story? It's uh, how it goes, isn't it? It's depressing. I got a great slot story for you. Do you? A friend of a friend goes in one pull on the machine. Yeah. 80 grand. I want to puke. 80, 80 grand. grand. One pull. First pull of the machine. Oh. And then just walk away. Wow. Got out yeah. 70 in a check, 10 grand in cash. Hmm. Where was this? At the, the one in Coconut Creek. At the engine place, huh? Yeah. Wow. Your friend must really be a... Hey, John Killer. Oh, he ain't good. my friend. He, he would have been jumped if he was my friend. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there are several ways we could look at that. 5670560, oh, pound 560 at uh, whatever it is, the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot. WQAM, hello. Dale, how's it going today? Okay, Pally. 
I got uh, to say a little, my two cents on Terry Shivo. Please, so all get these three cents. All these cults, these, these uh, Christians and everything, are not exercising the one power that they have. Act, it's the power of prayer. And if God wants to answer their prayers, yeah. then she will live. If God doesn't want to answer her prayers, then it's his plan, and that's well, what he God, shows Maybe God's busy right now. Maybe he's got some leftover hummantash and confirm that he's eating. Huh? All, all these people are trying to do is, is, is to get man to save her. Why not use their God? Well, they are. They're praying up a storm, man. Yeah, but they're praying they're, to get the tube back in, or the cube back in. Yeah. Cube. Say it right, man. Say it right. Cube. They're not Cube. Cube. Not, Come on, not one more time. Cube. That's it. Cube. <laughs> Cube. They're not praying. Remember Tubby the Tuba? Cube. Uh? Cube. Yeah, okay, see. <laughs> wow. Man, oh man, if we got the the power of this show, it's just it's incredible. It's scary. It's like it's like a religion. Anyway, look at that. The earthquake, preliminary magnitude. 8.2. That's a big one, baby. That's huge. That is gigantic. Uh, basically, the place that I'm standing now is quite high level, so meaning that uh, I can go into the people. I, I don't, th I don't think it would have Those people are, you know, who are... Oh, my God. My TV is starting to smell like curry now. I can't stand it. 29 past noon at 560 WQA. You know, even after all these years that I've been telling you about dollar mattress, there's still some cowards out there afraid to buy a mattress over the phone. What's wrong with you? When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, the number for dollar mattress, you'll find out that they've got the most liberal exchange policy, so there's no risk. Did you know that 1-800-MATTRESS has got more repeat customers than anybody else in the industry? So once you try it, you'll never go back to a showroom again. I'll bet you Paul burns life on it. We'll get no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, just factory direct prices on the best brands you know and trust. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be calling the company ranked number one in the world in customer satisfaction, too. And whatever brand you prefer, they got it. They got them all. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. Whichever one you like, they got it. They're going to schlep it right to you. And now Dial a Mattress offers you no payments or interest till 2006. So call Dial a Mattress toll-free for all the details. 1-800-MATTRESS. I've been using them for years. And even Mo and George and Miguel and Fat Boy and lots of others at the station. And you ought to be, too, a real satisfied customer. Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now or log on to their website, mattress.com, for a great night's sleep for a long, long time, for years to come. One simple call will do it. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively on 560 QAM. Notice how I drowned that rejoin. Yeah, that's good. I like it. After age 35, most men experience decreased levels of testosterone. But if you're like most men, you don't want to take risky pills or harmful injections. Now you can renew your manhood the all-natural way with testosterone. Testosterone is the one hormone-enriched pasta that really sticks out. That's right. Now there's a way to increase your sex drive and endurance. Hey, honey, you cook up the testosterone. I'll provide the sausage and meatballs. And best of all, testosterone can benefit the whole family, like mom. Oh, my. Grandma. Oh, yeah. Even grandpa. No, nothing yet. Testosterone. It'll do wonders for your noodle. Still nothing. Oh, wait, something moved. Oh, no, false alarm. Oh, got it. Come on, Winthrop. 
Okay, I'm going to have to look uh, this thing up on the uh, website for when the trend is coming out. Okay. Seriously? Yeah, why not? I can do it. I just uh, clicked Miami Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood. It's pretty sad that we have to, like, go online now. That's how little information we get from our powers that be there. Okay. Survey schedule. Survey says? Uh, 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 how can that be? Oh, I see. That's right. It's April already on Friday. No fooling. Friday, 11.30 in the morning. Got it. Alrighty. Pretty sad situation that we have to look up online and go through that whole song and dance, Arbitron this and survey schedules that, as opposed to having like somebody like a real uh, person involved with us. But that's okay. Maybe they'll stay out of our hair from now on. 567, that's what Mo said. 567-0560. Oh, oh, that's right. You haven't seen me with my uh, new short hair yet. No, mine's an all-time short, too. So. Is it real? Not like this, though. I'm sure not. Skinhead short. In fact, I'm going to shorten it up real, real tight right. before I come there. Yeah. And my hair, too. WQAM, hello. Hello, it's Neil there. Speaking. Neil, um, I don't know if uh, everyone's asleep at the wheel of the media, yes. but um, over the last couple of weeks while this whole Cherry Shiva thing was going on, there's a, an Cube. Act, yeah. <laughs> there's an act in front of Congress called the Constitutional Reform Act by uh, some gentleman named Shelby out of Alabama, which will essentially... Richard Shelby of Alabama, he ain't no gentleman, man. He's a Yahoo. He is a Yahoo, and he has this thing before Congress and the Senate called the Constitutional Reform Act. And if you Google it, there's only like three things on Google about it that are very minuscule. And also, all the Christian right who wants to complain about this uh, Judge Greer, he's a conservative Republican who was yes. just kicked out of his Baptist church. This is that, ridiculous. That is correct. And no one is, no one's reporting it. Because it doesn't fit in with their game plan, don't you understand? Is to pander and to uh, prostitute and whore themselves for the to the highest bidder. Absolutely correct, sir. And when all the religionists have got that tax-free cash, baby, you figure it out. That's right. Eighty percent of the politicians in Washington are controlled by the Christian right now. It's, it's very scary. That's the true darkness that no one's oh paying attention God. to. Oh okay, Polly, I'll see you at the border. See you, Polly. I'll be goose-stepping right on my way down. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. We got the Marlins and Orioles. Any interest no. coming up at uh, twelve fifty with a free game one oh five the game time. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Follows the game till 7. Curtis and Lenny Martez <laughs> at 7 o'clock, 80K at 10. Eddie, who's like a rock. WQAM, hello. Hey, man, what is, what is all this forum stuff, man? I beg your pardon? Forum. You guys talking about forum. What yeah, it's that? for people that wear guayaberas. You wearing a guayabera? Guayabera? Yeah, yeah, guayaberry is what it is. Okay, like Marion Berry. He also had a rectum crack problem. One of your little beaner people there. Yeah. He probably knows your buddy, uh, Beaner Boy. Hola. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Sorry. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. What are we gonna do before the ball game? Really? <laughs> what? It's been a while. It's my good buddy Burton Cummings and guess who? What a talk up. I beg your pardon. Burton, he would have been proud of that taco. Would he really? Not what he said to me at the uh, casino. He said, Nunya. He, he just, I, I just, I don't want to talk about it. Don't talk about it. Trying to forget that episode. 5670560, pound 560. We love the Marlins. Come on, let's get in that baseball fever, huh? Let's get in that NCAA, that college hoops fever. What do you say? No. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil. The get that hockey season going again. Yes, go Oh, oh, oh hockey. Uh, the last call I just called up about that Judge Greer. Yeah. And said that he was kicked out of his church. Well, he was, but Republican, conservative, Democrat, whatever. The reason he was pulled out of his church is because he would not order them to put the tube back in. 
cute. Yeah. He was not going along with them. It had nothing to do with uh, he's a right-wing conservative, and they they blew him out of the bat. No, but he is, no, he is a conservative judge, though. Oh, he know? is. There's yeah. no question about that. But he would not put the tube, as you say, back right. in. Right, and, and they, said, well, they, they, him out of and the they stuck the tube right into him, too. Yeah. They should have never put the tube in her years ago, much less worried about pulling it out. Amen. Have a great day, pal. I think there's a moral to that story. You know, don't stick it in unless you're planning on pulling it out. Five, six, seven. Oh, look at this. Here's some college hockey for you. What a huge goal in that game. Last Michigan and Colorado College. Against Colgate, and there is great defensive play. There's that Colgate. That was that? Colgate. Getting his third I thought that was a two face. Last night against Colgate. Don't forget this. Col- no, this is not Colgate. This is Colorado uh, College. Something like that. Some. You know, it's Michigan. What do you expect? They're playing some little girl school. See the way Sweat kind of did the splits there, but he kept. Oh, gee, you can't say that. Five six seven oh five six. Did you hear that? You see the way he did the splits there? It sounds like a bunch of uh, flamers. You fairy. Doing that uh, broadcast. Oh, by the way, I don't. If I ever have to see Dick Vitale again, oh, stop already. You know, they got these commercials with him on there now. Get him out of my life, out of my face. He is truly nauseating. You know, and of course the sports fraternity are not supposed to say that. Old Dicky V. Have yeah. you ever seen him? I know Joshua sees him. I haven't. Oh, nauseating. Talk about a nice haircut, though. Loud, obnoxious, idiotic, grotesque. When I'm watching basketball on TV, one man is annoying me. Yelling words of nonsense, Dickie V. I'll tell you one thing, there ain't nothing like that college hockey man. I don't really believe that, but some of the players... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. Come on, let's let's get this town energized. What do you say? No. I'm just kidding. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, what are you talking about, Bert? WQAM, hello. Yeah, hey Neil, I just wanted to give you a heads up. Yeah, it's him again. WQAM, hello. We love the Spartans. They're number one. Oh. Yeah, how about the Spartans, huh? I really don't care, but it was just, you know, I mean, if I'm going to root for somebody, if you're going to watch something, if you're going to watch a sporting event, you got to have a rooting interest. Am I right about that, Josh? That's right. And if you're a real sports fan, you have a rooting interest for a team for some reason. And, uh, you know, if you have a bet on the game, then you're not a sports fan. It just means you're a gambler, which that's okay, but that's not what a sports fan's all about, being a gambler. No, it's all about Michigan State doing real well, and then you just start rooting for them. Now, what, what the hell does that mean? I'm, I'm just kidding. Calm down. What a jackass. All right, we're going to take that food battle. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> Well, not really. We got to QAM, hello. I don't want to hear about it. QAM, hello. Yeah, can I speak to the plant man? To the phlegm man? Yeah, plant man. Plant man? Oh, the plant man. Plant guy. He's coming on right after the ball game. The plant guy. What that was his name? Chris Baker. No, Chris Baker was not the plant man. <laughs> it was uh, Chris Rollins. Yeah, Chris Rollins, the plant man. He was uh, had one hell of a show. He'd like to plant it. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Let's get back to the George Gay factor. <laughs> Oh, man, just obsessed, just obsessive, mm-hmm. insane. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I wanted to find out how to spell Hasidim. How, how do you spell it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. You have to start with a lot of phlegm, with a big uh, <laughs> one of those, okay? Just put it right on the page. Hasidim, <laughs> as opposed to no seams. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Thank God for these religious holidays. You know, if that's the one thing religion is good for, giving a lot of good holidays. Mm-hmm. Just so wait till those secular holidays get going. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of holidays do those damn atheists and agnostics have anyway, huh? We want, like, Freedom Day. WQAM, hello. <phone rings> Nobody there on 6. There's a warning for you. WQAM, hello. 
Q-A-N. Okay. Neil. Yes. Listen, these people are imitating me. I haven't called Okay, you. good. W-Q-A-N, hello. Hey, big guy, can you put on Basketball Jones? Basketball Jones? Yes. Oh, look at that. Michigan just scored. Similar to the win against Wisconsin. Jeff Tamalini on the power play. one nothing Michigan. All right. On oh, Mad Dog like that. I hate Michigan, man. They should only. Yeah. I mean, when you went to Michigan State, even for five minutes like I did, you certainly despise Michigan and everything about them, except, of course, for Tom Brady. WQAM, hello. And back at you. WQAM, hello. Dickie V. Dickie V. <laughs> Maddie Belcon. I have nobody listening to the show. WQAM, hello. God of the North. Oh. Well, only when only when you're on, he listened to the show. He doesn't listen. Actually, he monitors mm -hmm. Maddie Bell when you're on, just to make sure he can go in and tattle. Remember that show, Tattle Tales with Bert Convy? Right. And that's Maddie Bell's the new host since Bert died from that brain aneurysm. WQAM, hello. Hey Neil. Hey, I, I'm not sure if I heard it correct. Do you have a short show today? Is the Marlins playing today? Marlins in about five minutes, baby. Great. I tell you what, though, it's it's gray and it, the wind's blowing, but. I know you know what I'm saying. I already checked the radar. You're not going to hear right, me. Listen, yeah. listen, Neil. Game on. How, Neil, listen, buddy. How can you even want to come down here for any reason? I don't. I know you don't, but you have to, I guess. I think, I'm thinking of renting a car and just driving out of the Bridge to Buffalo and just having them stamp my passport. And, uh, oh, my around. God. It's already hot and miserable and rainy. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, take care, buddy. Say hi to the Skeeters for me, Pally. I'll see you soon. I don't think I'll last a week. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon single wireless line. We got a lot of time here. Five minutes to get in your very important comments. Oh, yeah, I was scared to death to go in there. There's the Schindlers again. For fear what I what I'd see. Oh, he says the father says she's still responding. She's fighting like crazy. Just incredible strength to live. So all we need is it's not too late Cube. for someone to save her. Well, when, when do they stop? When will these people stop this insanity? When will they stop the madness already? When she's gone, I assume. For her you sake, know. you know, I, I plead again that the power is to be, you know, don't give up on her. We haven't given up on her, and she hasn't given up on us. That's what she's saying. The people. So I thank you very much. You're welcome. American woman, gonna mess your mind. You're, 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 you're welcome. You're welcome. Woman, well, listen, we got that big Marlin game coming up now. I realize that we're small potatoes. We're just here kind of like warming it up for Jeffrey Lurie and David Sampson and the Marlins. As they get ready to do another uh, World Series, what do you think, Josh? That's right. Another World Championship? You know I can smell it. I can smell it. They're just like kind of laying low during the preseason. Why waste your time on this crap? There you go. I can hear it right now. Cube. Mess your mind. You fairy. Mm, American woman, gonna mess your mind. <laughs> American woman, gonna mess your Hey, listen, and don't forget to stay tuned after the ball game or tune back in. Check back with us later, because then Geldy's on. <laughs> between 4 and 7 for the Mad Dog. Wow. Isn't that a fly open? Step on the grunt.
Curtis and Len Martez at 7. And the Ed Kaplan, Morgan Shore 10. Hey, how was that? That was so good it scared me. I had vibrations in my rectum. My favorite part of the song. Good. Stay away from me. Cube. Mama, let me be. Mama, what? 